Hello and welcome to the No Cell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we're going to be talking the recap of AEW's Revolution. You might want to. Um, Cody Rhodes may not be going to WWE though. Or, or maybe. Stay tuned to find out. Yeah. Either way, let's just agree that I'm tired of talking about it. But Welcome to my life. <laughs> what we're not tired of talking about is your legend. God damn it. Your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here. We accidentally He's getting just... too good at it. He's, he is. Oh, we softballed it. We like lobbed it to him. Oh, thank you. But we're lobbing it over to the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, I'm ready for a little chaos theory right now. And the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Boo. It's better than Austin Theory, am I right? There it is. Hey, uh, Corey, what are we watching? So let the fans know when you guys We're watching Portland Wrestling's one and only pay-per-view. It happened December 2006, if you lived in Oregon. It was total chaos. And yes, your boy. I, I wanna, I, I've got news for you guys. I was making good money at the time. I'll have you know, I ordered Survivor Series a, a week before this. Then this pay-per-view. Then December to Dismember. And then Armageddon. Went off a cliff there. And then the TNA pay-per-view in five consecutive weeks. What was the best pay-per-view that whole five-week stretch? Probably the TNA one. In 2006, they hadn't gone off the rails yet. In fact, the main event was uh, Angle and Samoa Joe again. I'm not going to turn that down. So, yeah. (laughs) This one was, I think, the 30-minute Iron Man match. What was that Survivor Series? Uh, Trump, uh, it was uh, Team DX against Team RK, uh, rated RKO, Rico where he with, uh, with more uh, with Morrison, well, and where he yeah, he su- he uh, super kicks Mike Knox, and he's like, is he in the match? Who's who's he? Who's that guy? So they were in Philly. They killed it. the uh, The fans wanted CM Punk. Which I think the CM Punk hate in the company started that night. Yeah, because yep. he was on a team with DX, the Hardys, and he out popped. I, I do remember this match. He, he out popped both them of them because he yeah. got. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that was that was the night things changed. The trajectory for Punk changed quite very. You'd have thought positively. Yeah, you thought wrong. Worked out well for him. Yeah, main event. I'm trying to think what the main event. He was. wins in the end. It was a Cena it was about, one. No, it was Batista and King Booker. Because Cena, at Team Cena, Cena took team on Cena, Team Big yeah. Show. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, so yeah. What? The? Well, let's talk about something uh, that happened last week that. Uh, was announced after we did our last week's show. That one, Vince McMahon, doing a rare interview with one Pat McAfee on the McAfee show. Anybody expecting anything other than a fluff piece, I don't know why they're disappointed. You knew what you were going to get. He's an employee of the man's, for God's sakes. He's not going to hit him with any hard-hitting questions. He's not going to push back on the Saudi deal, where the fuck Triple H is, what's the news with Sean... Or Shane, or hey, what's the news with Cody? None of that stuff was ever going to be broached. Yep. It, I watched it live, and when I watched it, I was just like, this is stuff we already know in that fashion. So when it started, I mean, you know, Crypt Keeper himself, I couldn't understand what he was saying. Like, I couldn't hear him. <laughs> and then, Go so there. the good thing about that kind of show, though, that chaos that is Pat McAfee, that it, Vince got into it, and so he became more animated, and he became closer to the old Vince that we remember. You could actually hear him. He was enjoying the back and forth. The Michael Cole line was fucking hilarious. That was really funny at the end. But, I mean, yeah, there's nothing revelatory about it. No. If, you've, if you've seen any Vince McMahon interview he did before the Bob Costas one, or if you've read or listened to anybody else, you've heard the stories. None of these are new. 
I do like the fact that he admitted that he appreciates the fact that they're a publicly traded company now. So he doesn't have to use conscience or emotion when he can just fire anybody at will now and just say to save money. And also, uh, if you're family, if you if you suck, you're fired too. I don't care. Yeah, because where's Triple H and Shane? Oh, because he, even he, he Vince even mentions like, I wish uh, Vince goes like, I wish my family did more. Uh, but like there was the um, from everything I read, they fucking eat, sleep, and breathe this to ke- to keep up with him and make him happy. Yeah. That's well, not good enough. According to him, it's not happy. He, Jesus uh, fuck. The p- interview starts that he was twenty six minutes late. Of course he was. Um, and then they go like at one moment, like Mac was wrapping up the show. And then he's like, "You guys, it really, we're done." And then they go like another like twenty minutes because um, it was like it was supposed to be like an hour and. It went like the extra, like, until they wrapped up the show was done. But, yeah, Vince really didn't, you know, the the Maccabee questions weren't really that tough. You know, they bring up AEW, but only in the way of how do you feel about competition? And when you, Vince has competition, Vince is at his best. Is that why he's done everything in his power the last three years to try to stifle that competition? Well, I mean. Really, since nineteen uh, early nineteen eighties. Oh no, there you're dead. You're damn right. <laughs> but like he went so long, like because even at the beginning, it was just obvious TNA wasn't going to be able financially to compete. Yeah, that he didn't take it seriously, mm-hmm. and he shouldn't have because the the money it just came down to money. If TNA had Khan's money behind it, two thousand four, five, six, seven, you could be looking at a different world now. But that didn't, didn't happen. So now, for the first time since two thousand one, he actually has. Competition and and everybody who might listen to this, calm down. I'm not saying competition is and they're going to beat them in the ratings and make more money in the next year. That's not going to fucking happen. Probably ever. The dude, the dude has smartly ran his business to where he can just coast on his laurels and make billions. Mm-hmm. Business wise, it's genius. For the fans who have to watch the product, it's insufferable. Or for the people who have to perform it, yeah, it's Cause, insufferable. Because one of the talking points is like. You know, they do the whole, he, uh, McAfee does the whole, like, Vince doesn't get enough thanks because of what, the, hang on, the things that he's known for, the higher, the you know, the moments that he's done, he's only known for releasing people, being the bad guy, you know, and then they bring up, like, what, what cause and effect do you have the idea of releasing people? And he's just like, I listen to the fans and <laughs> name a time. Pick one. I love this quote. I listen. We always listen to all our fans, except for the internet fans who could be mean and brutal. Uh, we don't listen to them at all. So we mean, listen to all our fans. So you mean the fans that are the fans now? Yeah, because the all of the what do you, what do you call them? maybe like the sometime fans of the occasional? No, there's a there's a term for it. No. The, I can't remember though. But the fans who aren't passionate and watch every fucking week, they're all gone. But it's not just this. I mean, in the society that we live in with social media and streaming, that's happened to every fucking sport, every uh, hobby, every everything. Everything has been splintered down to the hardcores because there are just so many options now that the casual, casual fan, that's the word, that the casuals are doing their own hobbies and streaming their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you just, you're not going to catch a million or two random new viewers every week and get them to stick around. It's just, that's not that viewing world anymore. The only part that I audibly laughed out loud for was when he was talking about that. He's like, we have focus groups every week. 
We, you know, we, we get immediate reaction. I'm like, you manipulate that reaction. What in the hell are you talking about? I love the idea of focus groups because nobody from from any kind of entertainment, they've never followed them. WCW did focus groups in 99 that told them exactly what the fans wanted. And they tore them up because this uh, they did three of them different, different tights, different times, different people, different states. And they tore them all up thinking, oh, these must have been just er erroneous because obviously they want the opposite of what they're telling us. So they just ignore them. This is what it is. They fucking ignore them. Focus groups and Nielsen ratings are dumb as shit, and people shouldn't give a fuck what they say. Nielsen's were important 20 years ago. 40 years ago. Yeah, four. Yeah. It's a, they, they get 100 or 1,000 people across the country, and that counts as the rating. That's how they get the yeah. rating. It's, it's a nine. It's definitely outdated. Um, you just don't... You don't go by that anymore. You never... I mean, it's been a while since you did. Mm-hmm. Like... As soon as digital cable became a thing. Which was? Nine, late 90s. It was like late 90s. Like I, I remember it came here in 98. You can know to the exact number who watched your show. You want to know the fucked up part? Like, it's crazy. Digital cable came here in 98. And to get ready for it, they went a year without offering pay-per-view because they had to redo all the stuff. Yep. So the year 1997, arguably the hottest year in wrestling history, mm-hmm. pay-per-view was not available here unless you had satellite. And not a lot of people had satellite in the late 90s here no. compared to now. So the hottest fucking year, the Montreal Screwjob, the Rise of Austin, Bash at the Beach with Rodman, the NWO Starcade. on fire, Starcade, none of it available in, in, in Eugene Springfield. Jesus. Awesome. I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, the, the overall hour 20 is stuff we've heard. Um, like McAfee's entertaining, yeah. but like, you know, get shade on there, then we hear some stuff. Right. No, get shade on anything that isn't co-promoted or dabbling in the WWE world. Oh, did you see what Shane tweeted out? What? Hulk Hogan, you got one more left in you? He was, with a picture he, of WrestleMania? I was, was like, he was oh at, my God. He was at MSG and like the Mania photo was yeah, there. Yeah, he took a picture of that. He's like, Hogan, you got one more in your yeah. brother? I was like, fuck you. Is that after the evening hanging out with DeSantis? Yeah. Um, that makes me want to hurl. Just right? the thought of it. Oh my God. Um, Hogan and his... How about the... At this point, I'm not exaggerating. Hogan in his nearly crippled body. Yeah. Trying to wrestle a match. Yeah. How about Vince yeah. slipping up there, letting the old news slip up? That, uh, him and Linda, while technically married, aren't really together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I liked it at the time. But hasn't it been that way for like 40 years? <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't wear a ring. I just, I'm not know. surprised. I'm not it's surprised a, at a, all. It's a business partnership at this point. Oh, it always has been, yeah, I think. Just, I think It's transactional. I think the kids were because it looks better to be a family man and have children. Because what was he promoting? He was trying to get out of the bingo halls and smoky uh-huh. arenas into the Disneyland of wrestling. So you'd be a family man. You have your children to grow up. and it was. It's all. I think every fucking move he has made since high school has been to, towards this goal. Like he knew what he wanted. Yeah. It's all work. Um, the, I would say the one crazy thing is how chaotic he still is with working out because of the, the like, Mac V got offered the uh, WrestleMania match, which would be awesome. Oh, so, he had to faint so, surprise. So surprised. And, yeah, right? Because the internet was like, it's going to be Vince versus Pat. What? Weird. No. Uh, but, Mac well, they we, sure are serious about I want to see that less than I want to see Austin wrestle. But, yeah. How is that going to make theory more over? I mean, because McAfee's going to have to win, right? Yes. So, yeah. so you're jobbing the guy that you, the one guy that you seemingly are trying to push. 
And he's going to job to your he's SmackDown the, announcer. He is the closest thing you have to Sammy Guevara, and you're just going to job him out to the announcer? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I love McAfee, but okay. Absolutely. Um, but it's just like, because they brought it. Can't he, wait till Shivani beats Guevara for that TNT title. Because <laughs> McAfee talks, about, oh, Greg, I work in the, yeah, I get back in the gym to you know, work out. And then, <laughs> and then he like, calls him a little pissant. Right. Uh, hey, Vince, what time do you work out? And he goes, Vince, like, oh, I normally get out at 3 a.m. Yeah. Does anybody give a fuck about Vince's workout? I don't. I haven't given a shit my entire fucking like, life. I used to because I was like, like okay. no, first of all, you're on steroids. You're not lifting shit. Fuck off. You're, I mean, you're fake as fuck. It's first like, of all. I just, I, I don't was care. Di- I was disappointed and, and I had no expectations because I knew what it was going to be. I was like, Pat McAfee. Well, I mean, he's, he's an employee, so this is going to be a fluff piece. So why bother? <laughs> like, and sure enough, I was right. Because uh, you knew McAfee wasn't going to push any buttons, not upset the boss. I want. He should go on Air Hawaii if you want a real interview. I mean, it's yeah. Hawaii will just ask him shit. He doesn't care. Yep. And he likes that company. He likes that product, but he doesn't give a fuck. Anyway. Well, uh, let me, before we transition to something, I want to make a uh, announcement. A new match has been announced for one. Pow. Oh, pow. Pro wrestling. Yeah, let's talk about something good for once. There it is. As a. Uh, March 20th at Live and Let Dive. Uh, this is what they said on... The, I mean, just repeat their... Verbatim. Verbatim. Uh, as the longtime gatekeepers of tag team wrestling in the Northwest, the Blanchard brothers aren't planning a warm welcome for the Bash Bros as they step into Blanchard Country on Sunday, March I'm gonna, 20th. I'm going to throw up. Of all the things that... I'm going to throw up. I mean, I can't prove that that came from us. Blanchard One of all the things I'm proud of, Blanchard I, Country I is high up on the list. I refuse. <laughs> and you know Blanchard, Blanchards are going to win. Yes. Because why? Because this is Blanchard, Blanchard Country. Country. This is Puke City is what this is. <laughs> no. So like, yeah, Vince, you can tell me that verified Steve Miggs has a match. With Zicky Dice. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. That bastard's going to be back. Get God. your tickets, March God 20th. God damn it. In a couple weeks. Get come, them now. Come say hi. We're front row, dog. Because we front are no we are very important. PowerPowerWrestling.com. Uh, Take a picture with our banner. So we, we had that one owner. Let's talk about the other owner, Tony Khan. Oh, he had a busy week. He made a big purchase last. Uh, Cody's coming back. Awesome. Possible. Awesome. Awesome. So last Wednesday, they announced that Tony Khan was going to make a mi- big announcement. And rumors were circulating what it was going to be. Um, rumors was that. Both, HBO Max was going to be... Both the rumors were correct, by the way. That's awesome. I'm okay with that one. <laughs> like, but the HBO Max thing is going to happen. Yeah, it's just, just not, not yet. official yet. Uh, but HBO Max, the announcement was thought was that Tony Khan was going to say that we're streaming now on HBO Max. Wrong. He kind of did Early. something. <laughs> he, he, for now. For now. For wrong, now. For wrong, now. wrong. Wrong. For now. Or whatever it's going to be called. Because remember, it's merging with... Uh, Discovery oh, it's Plus. It's like Warner something. Like yeah. Warner Plus or something you weird. You mean I can watch an episode of Dark and then flip right to Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives Season 2? Yeah. Fucking yeah. Wait. Does that mean Guy Fieri will be the AEW commissioner? It could. That'd be awesome, actually. Welcome to Flavortown. Welcome to Flavortown. <laughs> We're taking this match to Flavortown. It's Flavortown. You know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you replace Jim Ross's main commentator? That Please. would be I have amazing. no idea if he's ever watched wrestling matches in his life. He'd be better. <laughs> Neither is Jim Ross, apparently. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, Tony Khan announced that he purchased Ring of Honor, and Shane's not here. It's I love me. That. Yep. It's me. I love that. That was funny. I love that. Oh, uh, you so, know why he specifically said that line? Because of the clip you told me to listen to. 
Yeah. Because fucking Conrad wouldn't leave it the fuck alone and got Tony all hot and bothered on the podcast. When Shane got re- released by yeah. WWE. That's so I think Tony just straight up said Shane's name, which I, is hilarious. I mean, he doesn't do everything right. And every promoter and every owner is going to make mistakes. Just look at the Jaguars. Um, but. How's that my working out for you? I love the fact that a wrestling nerd like us owns a major wrestling company. <laughs> he's so awkward on the mic, though. That makes God, it, he's but so that makes it, awkward. That makes it better to me. It's like if Sheldon for the Big Bang Theory fucking owned wrestling company. It's that, so funny. That makes it better for me because, A, he's dead set about not being on TV unless it's something like this. Which, was too. which man, but this should have come from him. I, I don't want Tony Schiavone out there telling me, like, now he'll just show the papers because Tony Schiavone, Shiv- yeah, right, because <laughs> because to- Tony Schiavone doesn't know shit about Ring of Honor, but but like you can tell from talking about it. I mean, he used to. There's a photo on the internet from like, should have made the announcement from like 2015 or so of like Tony Khan at an ROH show in a Bullet Club shirt, marking out. Like, I love the fact that a wrestling nerd owns a company that can do shit like this. WWE tried to buy this in November, December, when they announced they were going on hiatus. Yep. Talks fizzled out fairly quickly. Um, so they probably lowballed the show. Oh, they probably them. wanted two mil. Like, they, they, they only paid two and a half for WCW, so of course they're going to go lowball. Yep. But, like, Sinclair wasn't as desperate to get rid of yeah. Ring of Honor as Turner was to like, get rid of WCW. We don't want it, but we don't need to get rid of it either. Yeah. <laughs> The I keep hearing thirty to forty million. That's what they're saying. That's fair. Yeah. For for the entire tape library, the intellectual property, the rings, all that physical shit, everything to yeah. do with Ring of Honor, he owns now. Hey. That's not a bad deal. We'll get to it later. It paid dividends immediately. Yes, yep. it did. <laughs> get to um, that later. So, so like uh, real quick, I just yeah. want to say, like, if I were him, I would keep going because WWE was blindsided by this because they had tried to get back into talks with Ring of Honor. I would reach out to Anthem and see if there's any way that they're willing to sell the TNA home video footage. Not Impact. From the moment you rebranded as Impact Wrestling as a corporation, that's yours. Yep. I uh, want the TNA stuff. So or per wrestling gorilla. Uh, I, I think to to facilitate that, Tony should make a call then to to <laughs> to one Jeff because he'll make it happen. He'll, he'll make, make it, it happen. happen. <laughs> um, I uh, I got you for a Snickers bar. I, <laughs> I brought uh. I watched the presser last night, and there it was Khan in the room with Punk, and they asked him like, "How do you feel about Tony Khan buying, buying ROH?" And CM Punk got pretty emotional, and he's like, "I'm ROH to me is it's my baby, and I'm happy that it is in something I feel comfortable having it in someone else's hands." And he's like, "I'm just happy that it's not another tab on another streaming site that." You sucks. that sucks, and he basically said that, and he, and he's just like, and they brought up the network and about how he just went off on it. He just went off on networks like when the network came out, no, none of the boys knew how we're gonna get paid or if we're getting it. They paid. still haven't, and opinion. we're not getting paid. The it only was, way we're getting paid is via the DVDs. It was, and it was the are, first point he made on that podcast. That's yeah. the first point, that and he it's made. the main reason he left. And he's like, we don't, we don't. Are we getting paid from the live gate? Are we getting paid from this? Are we? It cost them like half of their income. Yeah, because yeah. uh, they don't even make DVDs anymore. Period. Yeah. Uh, so good luck getting money, guys. But uh, he brought that up, and, and he's just like, and happy. their merch deals suck. They're terrible. Yep. And then, unless you're Joe and Cena. the merch sucks. Yeah. So nobody wants it anyways. Unless you're Roman Cena, you don't get money off that merch. So, a question for you Maybe guys Rollins. about Punk, yeah, specifically with with Tony Khan, because well, I've noticed this. Well, he said something that was right also last time. But you should, go ahead. 
Uh, mine's different. Go ahead. Stay on this topic for a second. Go ahead. Bret Hart is always right. I've come to learn. I've been totally yep. retconned. I mean, I've always been a Bret guy over Sean. I so. mean, I've always liked Bret. Victory lap this guy. For yeah, me. no, you deserve yeah, it. You deserve lap. it. You deserve it. I've always liked Bret, but now I've come around full circle. Yeah. He was right. Everything about everything. He was right. Yeah. Everything Bret's done. <laughs> yeah. He deserves to answer the door with that belt over his shoulder. Because he brings up, sorry, he brings up uh, Saudi. And he goes, people getting over going to Saudi to do shows, and they're getting paid millions. And he's like, he started choking up. He's like, you know who deserves just the millions? Brett. He really, Brett really was, and we'll get back on topic, but Brett really was the right guy at the wrong time. Yeah. He had to be the guy to try to keep it afloat during the dark time. And as soon as there was a little ray of sunshine, Brett or Vince couldn't wait to get rid of him. Yeah. So, like, he really did kind of get fucked. But Punk's awesome. So I noticed, I've been noticing this ever since he got there. Is Punk sliding into an EVP role? I don't think he wants any. No, no, I don't think he. Okay, I don't think that's what he wanted. But if you notice, whatever other stuff like this, Punk is right next to Tony Khan. Tony Khan respects and listens to what Punk has to say about stuff. I wonder if he's like a sort of a pseudo EVP at this point. I mean, I wouldn't be. If he's kind of replacing Cody. I don't know if he'd ever be quote unquote an EVP. Not like officially an EVP. But but I know he has. He's got the pull and he's got he's I mean, he's definitely one you'd listen to. Kind of like Jericho. Jericho said they offered him an EVP when they first signed. And he's like, no, I don't want that. It's too much work. Just give me more money. But like. I feel like Khan runs a lot of stuff by Punk. I'm sure he does. Which isn't it's not it's not a it's not a bad move. It's, it's not, really smart. He's been, I mean, first of Punk all, he's been around, man. He you, knows what's going on in the business. You make I mean, he makes more than anybody else. Yep. So he should. You, so you you go to your franchise player when you have a, a big decision that, that needs like to be in, made in all sports. You know yep. that, but I mean, in, in the eighties, Vince would run stuff by Hulk. Yep. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Vince he probably runs Hulk by now. Yeah. I mean, Vince <laughs> was going to do what he wanted to do. What's up, brother? But he ran it by. <laughs> should him. I buy Ring of Honor? Uh, I mean, Flair in the eighties with Crockett. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean you. You got your guys that yeah they're gonna have your ear because they're they're the dudes. But is it weird? And I'm not saying a hundred percent because nobody is you know you know nobody's all good, nobody's all evil, that kind of thing. Except for Danhausen, he's very nice and very evil. There he is. But very nice. unlike Hulk and Flair, I don't like. I feel like if Tony Khan asked Punk a question, like a business like question, Punk wouldn't answer first by what was best for Punk, where the other two would. I agree with you there. I think Not he's that he wouldn't that. It, it would be in his mind. In, it would be in his mind. It would be good for him, but not the most important. Because he knows he's not here long term. He's This is not yeah. a 20-year plan, right? And he knows, that, plan, and he right? and he and knows I, that. So he wants to set it up better for when he leaves. That's exactly what he's doing. I think he knows this is his chance, kind of like, um, like Sting. Sting wanted to have another shot to end his story. So he his terms. And I think this is exactly why Punk is here. By not having Seth Rollins yeah. fucking break his neck. And I think not only is that why Punk is here, but that was part of the contract, I'm sure. The part of the discussion was, look, I want to go out on my terms with my thoughts and my the way I want to go out. Yeah. And I'm sure Khan was like, yes, that's fine, because it's going to help. Do you want to bang my girlfriend when you're at her? And you can, <laughs> and you can say that uh, Punk has done more for MJF than anybody else. Jericho, I mean, fucking hell. Um. And he's done more. I mean, the partnership with Darby and Sting helps. Darby just won more. But I mean, the Sting thing I mean, put mm. him up, and then his work put him up. 
But then the punk rub pumps him up even more. Darby is one of two people punk mentioned by name in his first promo. Yeah. The other being Britt Baker. And I told you guys a story off air. I was listening to a Shivani, like a recap of Shivani's podcast the day after punk debuted. And he said that when punk, because he didn't know, nobody knew what punk was going to say. When he mentioned Britt Baker by name, she apparently lost it in the back. It was just fucking melting that somebody, he put her over like that. The WWE stands laugh at Punk and Brian going over there because it's like, oh, we don't need him anymore, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. You have no idea how <laughs> okay. much of a positive those two being there are. Yeah. And they're responsible for AEW's whole outlook being different now. This is not the same company that started three years ago. No. Even when Kenny comes back, things are different. This is... So um, remember WCW 94? Yeah. In July? Remember WCW in July 97? Yeah. You know. Like, it's, it's not the same company, man. And I think that's a large part of why Cody left. He was he was jealous. And I don't mean that in a fuck Cody way, but as a performer, you're in on the ground floor. You're an ego, man. Everybody lit- has an ego. You're literally helping build this thing. Kenny and the Bucks took it easy at the beginning. Cody was the face when yep. it first started. He yep. had the feud with MJF. He did the title thing. He did all of that stuff. It was very centric it was on built him. around Cody. Him. Yeah. Cody did the first first ever's in a way. Yeah. So from from a performer standpoint, you're like, look, I've been here since day one. I've done all that fucking work. A lot of this is built on my back. Mm-hmm. Where's my money? Like he didn't have a nice paycheck as it was. But you hear what Punk may be getting, and you're like, wait a minute. I've been here since day one. He's fucking left. He took his ball and ran home. Uh, bullshit. Um, I don't blame him for being annoyed and yeah. pissed off. I don't blame him for leaving. I felt bad for him and what he might get if he comes back, but hey, whatever. So, back to ROH for a second there. Um, I was worried at something I heard. Go ahead. What was that? Go ahead. Talk no, go ahead. Oh, was, did he said he plans on booking it. Yeah, Tony Khan. You're going to burn out, buddy. Yeah, it's you know. I would find someone else to book Ring of Honor. If only that somebody else just came in, for instance. So Tony <laughs> Khan says he's going to book it. So let me. I, I would just say I would turn to the guy next to him on that table in the scrum and go like, "Hey, I uh, got any ideas?" <laughs> like, so let me ask you guys this: What nine inches? What do you guys think Tony Khan will do with ROH? Because the fact that if Sinclair sold it to them, to him, that means it won't be on CBS anymore at midnight. For us, or 2 a.m. I mean, it it's just a distribution I mean, it, deal at that point. It, yeah. yeah, it just depends. I mean, it, I mean, it won't, but like, if it's just basic distribution, that's fine. So, I don't know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but I know what I would do. And Sell I th- to Vince for triple no. profit? And I think... L- low ball his ass first. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I think it would be smart. Fellow, fellow, I'm just completely my idea. I would see, when's that, when's that streaming thing opening up? I, would ha- I wouldn't do a TV show with Ring of Honor. I would take a lot of my young guys and some Ring of Honor cast-offs that you could sign that are veterans maybe that would help them. I would make that streaming live shows only on HBO Max on weekends, like uh, kind of like GCW does. Like not every – maybe not two a weekend, but like every Friday or Saturday. Uh, I'll do every other weekend. Yeah. There's a live ROH show. You can only get it uh, VR streaming at HBO Max. It's included with the thing. And there they are. That's where they'll sit. You can still see it's, 
But, it's or their, they it's can, their NXT. Or yeah. they can yeah. or they can go to Dark and Elevation on Yeah, you might be able to see you them. You can wave uh, maybe, them through all three shows. Maybe if they're ready to go to AEW, I think they're on Dark. Dark. Then they yeah. go to Dark and Elevation, and yeah. then they go to... Because I think it'd be important to... Especially some of the guys you're never going to see on TV, to let them kind of have their own show. Like, it's, but, it's AEW affiliated, but not branded. Yeah. Wouldn't it make sense to take your Brock Andersons and your... Um, your big shoddy Lee Johnsons, your, your broad breakers, your bron- <laughs> yeah, but like, and all Got those him. guys, maybe the, the captain, yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. Um, you know, some of those women, and move them to ROH, have them do those live shows, have, uh, and then uh, you're going to move over a couple of guys. You know what? You know who'd be great in the main event because you need big names that you don't use. You re up Brian Cage. He did it for a reason. Yeah, maybe he becomes a big dude on Ring of Honor. I just had a thought about Ring of Honor. You or go, go ahead. No, go. No, no, no. You, you. I have mine. Mine stuck. We're good. Go ahead. So back to Cody. I'm just <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, Cody can Cody, run so, it. No, uh, Cody can run the hell home. So what if? Because we talked about off air this essentially becoming their dojo, their AC, their training ground. Yeah. So you could have a certain somebody that we'll talk about later. Train the guys. And Serena trained the women. That's what's needed. Think about that school. That's what's needed. That you, you know have, what I'm saying? Holy I, shit, dude! In in your, I would have her on air too. On her, she'd be the dominant woman on Ring yeah, Honor. Yeah, she'd be. And then teaching behind the scenes because oh. Roxy, I guess, has maybe signed WWE, so she's bringing Sarah Del Rey. But you have people to help run. Go ahead. You were saying you didn't want to see Claudio sign him and put him on Ring of Honor. A yeah. former Ring of Honor vet who can still go, who can teach those guys mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, Claudio. That's a good signing. So Cesaro, by the way, Cesaro's contract has uh, it's, ran its due. Yeah, and he's then out. He's, so. not, he's not returning. Uh, so he's a free agent. Uh, Tony Khan's not, uh, according to him, not afraid to. He's a big fan of him. So yeah, he'll dabble. We can see him if down the right line. price. Um, You're not going to break the bank to bring him he, in. But you know who you can have he help run? <laughs> run uh, ROH? Jim Cornette. You have Christopher Daniels. Yeah, you, you could, have Colt Cabana. Um, you know, Danielson. You, you have. You've got so many vets. You can sign Samoa Joe and have him run. Yeah, I mean, it'd be easy. You or have, have him come back and p- perform in ROH. Like, honestly, Daniels would not be bad at all as a guy that can run it and do things and. Be the Serena Deeb. <sighs> On air talent, but backstage trainer. Yes, but I, I worry. I am really worried he plans on booking it. He he needs to not. I don't because well, he's the focus. He's the focus on the main like, guy. That's gonna feel, learn to burn out. Yeah, I feel like burn it will burn out. But I feel like he didn't. He start booking AEW in the beginning. He always had a hand in it. It was final say for him. But he did lean heavily on the EVPs because they had experience with the, the business. Yep. Until the famous Dark Order Dark beat Order down. Beat down. And it was during that week off that he was like, "Nope, fuck this. I'm it's, in charge. This is my baby. Yep. Uh, if it's gonna fail, it's gonna be because of yeah. me." And then changed from and essentially like what really changed is essentially he just got all their ideas and then picked from them. Like yeah, he yeah. just he didn't like he's not like writing because he doesn't know how to do that shit. No, but he's just like because he's he's coming out honestly. That's why I sort of like it. Like it's not everybody's cup of tea, but it's what a wrestling fan would put on as a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. right? Because and this is the part I think that Cornette misses. He doesn't need it to make money. It's great if it does, but it's not about drawing money. It's, it's not about that for him. It's far. He has the money. He's cool. Plus, it's far out uh, done. 
everything right. Warner wanted. Warner, when it started, there was an under, and it was public. Mm-hmm. They would be happy if Dynamite averaged five hundred thousand a week. They have never hit even close to that. Nope. That's been above that, way above. It's that usually since close start. to double that. Yeah. So right from the get go, it was a success. Like he's just putting on what he wants to see as a fan, and that's why a lot. Of, that's why so many fans connect to it. Let's put. I mean. Yeah, Cornette's out of touch on that. Yeah, but plus, and I, again, I, it's all a gimmick. He's like, as Joe called him the ultimate carny, wrestling carny last night. That's what he is. He knows the deal. It's like 85% of gimmick. Yeah. He knows <laughs> the, 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 the industry has changed. It's not based on cable. It's not based on putting people on TV and making a, a difference. It's a different product now. Mm-hmm. And WWE needs to wake up to it. They're beginning to look like a dinosaur it's with what AEW's what doing. Do you, what Brutal, do you mean? Dude. Drew McIntyre using a sword as a dart. <laughs> I just, nope. He, he never got it back hey, from their no, security. They're fighting arrest. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good luck getting that back. Uh, but it, they really are looking like a dinosaur. Even with the... Well... Even with the H, you know what? Especially you bring in Bruce Pritchard to write your TV. That'll do it for you. The HD graphics on the screen and all, all that crap doesn't... It's not helping. It looks outdated. Like, you know when that was cool? When HD started in 2009. It feels. It it, it, it doesn't Jesus. help. It doesn't help for the... Because with AEW, they change their, like, stage for each show in a way. You know, every pay-per-view has a different each pay- set. Yeah, each pay-per-view has a different set that's not like the Dynamite one. It's not like each other's either. And, but it's also not... Elaborate and psycho. Yeah. It's yeah. just yeah, but it's, it's not subtle. miles. Well, it's not WWE, miles away. WWE's is, is the same things. So we just put a different graphic up there to make it look different. And we I, add ladders along the uh, ring to side me, yeah, to make to it me, a TLC. They do too much now yep. that it distracts and looks old and tired. Yes, they do. Uh, whereas by pulling back and not going simple, Gonzo, simple AEW looks fresh and and new, and it's a contemporary. I look at their like I looked at their set last night and the whole game. I was like, that feels 2022. I look at like SmackDown sometimes with that big ass Titan Tron and the HD graphics all over the fucking place, and you're just like, you know, you know what's also no, you know it's no good. You know what's a cool set? What? Pow Pro Wrestling's. Get your tickets now for March 20th. Live or let die. Very low fi Very uh, do it yourself. Yes. At the store. At Get your tickets. Mac <laughs> yes. Court. But um, yes, the simple the simplicity we talk about. Like, look at if you go listen to us on the Monday Night War stories, the Nitro set in nineteen ninety seven to ninety eight to ninety nine was awesome. Still and then, then two thousand, <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, yeah, they've this. added the side plates, but it's like it's the same fucking thing. At yeah. least Nitro has a fresh look in two thousand, and I like it. I much prefer it. It's yep. low fi. It's like okay. It's still cool. But it's not the cool '97 no, one, but nothing yeah. will beat that. It's, yeah. it's like it's kind of it harkens back to like that the first Raw set, where it's just the R A W. Yeah, yeah. That sim- simplicity. It's simplicity. Simplicity is better. Yeah, I think uh, is what we've learned through the so, years. However, I will mark out like a bitch if he reverts to the classic red and black R O H logo. I'll mark out like something. What if because I, I see people doing the uh, <laughs> ROH logo, but in the the AEW colors of like red or I mean a uh, black and like yellow no, type. No, separated. It's yeah, no. right. So, and the, so don't yeah, don't. Do my fear, I think, is the same with Core is, is if he decides to book ROH as well, that's going to turn into thunder. Get yourself and another booker for Ring just, of Honor. Use Danielson. Use Daniels. Use Punk. Use or whoever, whoever wants it, or who might do a good job. He, like, don't give it to Matt Hardy. Yeah, or you, or you <laughs> give it to uh, one Cody Rhodes as 
Last week, we discussed how the impact he would have in WWE when he goes there. And then literally the day after we filmed, it's fizzled out can, between can, him and WWE. Can, can I start? Well, Tony Khan cost him his money. Go ahead, Greg. Explain that, and then I'll start with <laughs> okay. I'll make my point. By releasing the public statement the morning he did, he cost Cody all of his bargaining power with WWE. <laughs> so what he was going to get compared to what he's probably going to get if he does was sign. He get, was he getting punk money in WWE? And then they're he, like, oh, wait, Yeah, they no. were going to sign. It was like, oh, we're going to get a hot guy off AEW. And then they find out, oh, no, they don't want him anymore. So it's like, yeah, you know, it reminds me of an old Jake Roberts story. Uh, during the Kip Fry era, they were giving out good contracts and Jake Roberts was coming in. There was a little snag in the details. He couldn't get it signed quick enough, and Bill Watts took over. Jake Roberts comes in to sign. Bill Watts takes one look at that contract, just looks at him and laughs and goes, you've got to be kidding me, and rips it up in front of him. And Jake got like a quarter on the dollar for what he was going to get. Jesus. That's pretty much what happened that weekend, Titan Tower. So, now I will preface this by saying I still think he winds up in WWE eventually. It makes sense. He wants to be a star, movie star. But if the worst case scenario happens for Cody and AEW doesn't want him, or no, AEW doesn't need him, but WWE doesn't want him, Mm -hmm. what does he do? Because all these aspirations and stuff that he has, he has to be affiliated with one of those two companies to make them work. And if he's not, I don't know... A, what that does to his legacy, and what that does for his immediate future. I say he's got four options. Option one, take whatever WWE is offering if they're still interested. Because it might have fizzled out on their end for all we know. Yeah. And because you do want to be a reality star and a movie star, and and that's the place to do that. Is he pricing himself out of everything? Yes, he is. He thinks you're not Dusty Rhodes. I don't know what to tell you. It's good to have to believe in yourself, but he's pricing himself out. Take whatever they give you and, and go towards what you want to be. That's option one and the smartest option mm-hmm. to me if, if you're Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Option two, eat a, big, eat a big plate of crow. Go back to AEW for whatever he's going to pay you. And face the fact that you're going to be seventh or eighth on the uh, depth chart at and best. Be the king shit at Ring of Honor. Yeah, that's option three. Resign with Tony, but run Ring of Honor where you're the big dog on that because his ego. It's your creative. It's, nuts. Yeah, that could be something he would, you know, less money. That might you know, uh, balance out the money yeah. part. Oh, I get less money, but I get to be the undisputed guy on that. Uh, that's something that would interest him, I'm sure. It's not as preferable as the first two, but, or, or version four, retire. Oh, yeah. Oh. He always talked about how he wanted to be done by 30, he's 30 or 40. He's 36. Mm-hmm. He's not realistically too far off. Just start your retirement early and start going towards those political aspirations you have. You could always do that. Those are the four, I think. WWE is what I think is going to happen, mm-hmm. and it should happen. But I think those are the four viable do, options. Do you guys think that oh, this, this is a uh, – is this a possibility? It's probably not because of the whole idea of – Trying to get people off the trail of him. It, uh, it's Ontario Smith. Um, is it the idea of maybe getting him off the trail of him signing by having these reports come out? Oh, yeah. It's possible. Like he, he might have signed already. It's just them going, 
let's just say we fizzled out. So when you debut at Mania or the night <laughs> after, it's a bigger pop than we think. Oh, that's absolutely an option. And I'm, I don't blame them if they're doing it because it became too obvious. I mean, look at this past weekend at MSG. Everybody in their dog, who apparently have never learned anything about the pro wrestling business, yep. thought that they were going to debut a big star a at a house show, show on a house show and feed him to your dominant champion who can't lose. Have you never watched an episode of wrestling in your life? Right. Do you have any idea of how the business is run? And they, that and, would be suicide. And WWE also pull, were pulling the cards out on their uh, promos, their Twitter account by having like Miz goes, this guy that I'm teaming up is someone from a family yeah. that is dashing. And they're still doing uh, it. Yeah, you know, uh, from undeniable to uh, wantable. Then they cut the like the video I saw of them cutting to a promo, like Cody's first promo about how he was undeniable. Yeah, unwantable, now he's undeniable. They're just trolling the fans. They're yes. just trolling the fans, but it became too hot, and they were like, ooh, let's move back. But do you think... Because there's also the danger of overhyping it, and then it... Then, the music hits and you're like, oh, it's just yeah, it's but Cody Rhodes. It's that oh, different. It's that crazy. Yeah. It's that crazy difference of how AEW did it with Punk of flashing red lights, they flashing hinted, red lights. They hinted, but there were sly hints. There were sly hints. There wasn't any like bashing you over the head. But what is WWE doing? Bashing well, us over the head well, by WWE doing every. WWE is ra- also always known for their subtlety. Yes, I mean they didn't call it AEW Rampage, the Second City Saint. You know, <laughs> like. They didn't say we're gonna take a Pepsi plunge this Friday on TNT. Yeah, <laughs> all they did was like, "Hey, the don't United go to sleep this Friday at ten from the yeah. United Center. We'll give you all an ice cream sandwich." Like it, it's no, we're you're the like, best promotion the best. in the world. That's well, that's, that's what WWE would. But what do, they did, right? what, but but what they did is they you know Darby cut a promo saying, "If you think you're the best in the world, come to AEW and find out against me." Uh, they did the subtle hints, Chicago. Uh, I mean, so. <laughs> I use rumor loosely. It was the best kept. It was the worst kept secret of the history, of, maybe the history of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, they sold out an arena on a rumor, just on the hint. on on hint. So I was actually so I watched Punk's uh, debut the, yesterday before I just to get hyped. We all were sitting in this exact room, fucking losing it for that show to start because we a we a wanted to see Punk. That's what we wanted them, but and B we're on the goddamn we West Coast. We kind of wanted to see. Him not show up and what watch a building burn to the ground yeah. on live TV. What if they did the idea what they wanted was MGF come out trolling <laughs> to the music first? Uh, Had to save that for the feud. But when yeah. he did come out, like, we all fucking lost it. Some guy goosebumps. Yeah. I'm getting them now. Yeah. When he walked onto that stage. That I, shit was nuts. I Yeah, no, it's my favorite debut or re-debut. Debut, whoever you want to call it, reread. I mean, forever. I've watched um, it so many times. I honestly, I think it's better than the Money in the Bank one because the for different reasons. Money in the Bank was still kind of it was an anti-establishment pop. The the AEW debut was just it was love. It, it was, was just straight up love. It was we're happy to see you. Yeah, we're glad that you're back. It, it wasn't was like, fuck of, John Cena, you're the, our dude, we're riding for this. It was the opposite of MJF's, where did you go when I needed you? Yeah. It was, we're glad you're back. Ugh. We missed you. And we accept it. God, that entrance, fuck hell. It now, was so good. on a completely personal level, we'll talk about later, I got the same goosebumps last night. And we'll talk about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, so, 
Right now, I'm still getting. Oh, so God. all three of us. So all of us three believe <laughs> that Cody will end up in WWE. I think so. Okay, I think that's. I mean, it's the obvious choice. I mean, they had to sell two giant stadium shows between July 1st and August. And 1st, he'd have to so. really eat some crow to just walk into AEW. And that's so. That's the other part. Before we move on, real quick. Even if that's what happens, right? He eats the crow. He goes back. Tony Khan's like, "Look, I can't pay you that money, but you can run Ring of Honor." No one's gonna go to bat for him. All like how he handled that, that fucking promo he tried to cut that backfired immensely on him. Who's gonna listen to Cody? Honestly, his last honestly his last four or five months were just awkward. Dude, it's honestly it's when he got that tattoo <coughs> from the day he came out with that tattoo. It has been nothing but shit. Well, maybe that tweet of uh, him getting it taken care of. So he can- it probably wouldn't be a bad fucking decision to be honest. Especially if you want to be a politician. Right. Or on national television that isn't your own company. Like, there's nothing saying you can't have a tattoo to be a politician, but maybe not hanging out of your suit on the side maybe of your neck. Maybe not that be the only one. You better get that shit sleeved like Roman, dude. Because right. he, looks, he looks stupid with it. It's just, it's just like, what the... And and there's many, no way Vince is like, what the fuck Have is you that? seen the number of people on fucking Twitter who have, honest to God, got the same tattoo in the same place? No. Yeah, there a lot are, of people I have. I've seen at least five or six people. Who are like, oh, look what I just got done. And it's on the side of their neck and it's the same fucking. And I'm Jesus like, Christ. what are you doing? The first one, Cody was even like, what are you doing? His reply to it was, what are you doing? You don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, Get a like, smaller one on your arm like normal people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's, let's, there was an event last night. Let's talk about it. AEW Revolution Perhaps. 20. 22. You know, it was an AEW pay-per-view, so it was good. It was a good show. There it is. Yeah. In the additional to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Additional financial it an arena in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> we got to watch it. We didn't have to watch it. We got can to. I, yeah. Can I say something? <laughs> yes. As a wrestling community, can we get the fuck out of Orlando for a while? I mean, yeah, right. I guess so. You, you guys know me. I, I tend to... I like the Cubs a little bit. Yeah. You do? You know, yeah. I, I tend to watch oh, them okay. occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Can we also not go the fuck to Chicago, please? Oh, well, no, Can we, we are. Can we be fucking done with Orlando uh, and Chicago for soon. about a year? Although I did love Punk's tweet when uh, the Young Bucks were unveiling on uh, on Twitter that they're going to, the, uh, to Southern Cal, finally. Yeah. And he replied with... Can we quit with the Southern Cal uh, favoritism <laughs> and go to Chicago every once in a while? Yeah, by the way, AW going to California after a double or nothing. Yeah, so you should come to Mad Arena, cowards. I think they will. They don't want, uh, they don't yeah. want to come to Powell Country. It's that, it's that, that smoke. I don't think they will. I think they'll come to Portland. I don't know where they run. Where we're going, so it's like. But I think they come to Portland. But Eugene uh, is still too small a market technically to run. Like, Modus is too big. Yeah, Modus They too might big. be the one across the street. Memorial what, what, Coliseum. What, what they did the NXT show at. The Cloud Theater. Yeah. That's Maybe. not bad. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's like the. Uh, we had a. Uh, <laughs> Cleaver Arena. Cleaver, <laughs> Cleaver, Cleaver Armory. Armory. Yeah, it's like. Um, <laughs> fuck it, Tony's going. Come, Tony's going rustic indie. There it is. We had. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, AEW Revolution yesterday. We had uh, everybody over. That was, you know, uh, some other people over. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. A f- I, full house. A friend of mine, uh, as he just texted me, um, thank you for. Uh, it was good seeing you. And he goes, uh, hope you start the week off by controlling your narrative. God damn it. God. <laughs> I want to control my narrative here and just say it hurts me to see Blanchard on Blanchard yeah. drama. Because this is. Blanchard, Blanchard country. country. Uh, no, it was nice to see Stryker again. Yep. It was so long. I felt like I was totally meeting him for the back. first time. Totally dudes reunion, baby. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I Our said. back I, issues are, un- are I unstoppable. Only, I only got to know him for like six weeks at best yep. when Bye. I first started at the shoot. 
before he uh, moved on from the shoot. Yeah. But uh, cool, cool ass guy. Cute little kid. Yep. Check out your kid. It's not hard. <laughs> it's uh, well, yeah. Throw some bows back there. Throwing some bows. Uh, <laughs> Axe yeah. smash, baby. That was fun. <laughs> Axe smash. Yeah. You know what wasn't fun? The pre- Chris Stantlander no, no, no. versus Layla Hurst. So let me. Uh, you have your star ratings up. I do right here. Oh, you mean I'm the, the Marco stunt of the female division? Let me announce the matches. As late, uh, first buy-in was legit. Layla Hirsch defeating Chris Statlander in nine minutes and fifty seconds. Layla Hirsch does not skip leg day. I know. Uh, two and a quarter. That's generous. It, it was like not great, but it wasn't off the rails bad, which it could have been. It was just uninspired I, as fuck. I've well, seen these two in a match you, where when you're it adopted quickly. When you're adopted, you got to get the win, right? When the baby face makes the line of glad so, your parents dropped you off. So, like, my kid yeah. was the first one who noticed it, like, watching Rampage. Yeah. I was doing something in the background. He's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, what? He's like, rewind that promo. And I'm like, a Statlander promo? He's like, trust me. Can I not? So I did. And then I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> if this is how you act, I don't blame your parents for getting rid of you. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, she's what? the baby face. I was like, what happened to Stylander's like the quirky baby face? What or shit happened she, to that? She is, but Layla uh, has. Not if you say that line, you're not. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. There ain't no but quirky Layla baby face. Like, how was that miscarriage going for uh, you? Like, what what's, that, uh, what's that edge saying? Because uh, what Layla did was. You made, don't want to push me to that whatever? That's you what, took me to a place I don't want to go. That's what Statlander did. Um, that's what uh, Hearst did to Statlander. Uh, the second match on the oh. buy in was Hook. Defeating QT Marshall in Dude, five minutes. I go ahead. Then I'll say my point. Go ahead. Um, I only gave it a flat two and a half. Yeah. Um, it was perfectly fine. Yeah. I have a problem with uh, it. Should have been shorter, yeah. and it should have been more dominant for Hook. Yep. I don't know how QT Marshall has as much stroke as he has. I don't have anything against the guy, but Hook should have won this in two and a half flat. Uh. Ha- how is he so over? It is it is bonkers how over that crowd fucking lost it when he came out. People have talked about it. It's, Holy uh, shit, it's, dude! It, as we're part of the, the it's like Hook Goldberg Na- Hook Nation. It doesn't make any fucking God sense. I was just about to say this reminds me of Goldberg in the situation that it was the perfect guy in the perfect place at the perfect time. They gave him the perfect entrance, the perfect theme song. That he's got the perfect attitude. It just everything just. Happened organically together in one instance for one guy. Jesus. And he's made. He's <laughs> ten hook. Craziness, dude. And he's got, for a guy that's had less than 10 pro matches on TV, he's got the aura of a superstar. He gets it. it, it it's he's, all, got the, he's got the Braun Breaker thing going the for him. The naturals get it. It's all right ba- off the bat. It's based off of the you know that uh, CM Punk of like, who are you going to bring out? Send hook. Yeah. And that started it all. Like it definitely like there were like I said perfect place perfect time perfect opportunities, everything lined up together. It was like kismet. Just it's yep. boom lightning in a bottle. But it's funny how some guys right off the bat have it and some don't. You can learn to wrestle, which yeah. isn't a problem with him either. No, but other guys you can learn the moves, but, he, but you can't get it. You can't learn to yeah. be a star. And you either are or you aren't. He's a star, yep. dude. It's crazy. It is absolutely. He might have. Uh, that's like one of the three best pops of the night. Was yeah, on the yeah. pre-show for yeah. Hook. I mean, it's, and it's been that way every time. Yeah, the I first just, match was like that. It was boom, yeah. like Sam Hook. God, dude. I, Taz uh, and I think you guys don't may not remember because you didn't watch ECW in the nineties and you were younger than me. Taz was a huge star in the nineties. Well, he's short, 
But well, yes, he's but, ultimate underdog. But but by the time he was like world champion, yeah, he was maybe the most over guy ECW had created, and they created a lot of over guys. Mm-hmm. But he did such a good job. Heyman did with with getting Taz to that level. And you remember the pop when he came into MSG with Kurt Angle? If it was nuts. I mean, barring some sort of freak accident, Hook's going to blow Taz out of the water in terms of a, of a guy in the business. And that's saying something. He was a huge star. Because uh, has he talked yet? Nope. He no. Nope. Nope. So he like, just eats bags of chips. That's all when he does. he gets into that first, like, legitimate program with somebody. Program, sorry. Program. And... Uh, he has either has to cut you know a promo or somebody does it for him like Taz cuts it for him. That's fine. He he can have a mouthpiece. He should honestly never talk for a while. Honestly, it's part of the aura. When he has that first sustained rivalry, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how he handles it when he has to wrestle the same guy three times in a Who month. Launches moves. We'll, we'll see. I don't think they'll blow it up. I think he's a star, so he'll figure it out. I don't think they're in a hurry to get to that point. No, they're and not. They shouldn't they're be. not. No, he's a perfect guy to throw in Ring of Honor. By the way, for sure. Like you and have, that first promo, you wanted somebody who a can carry the bulk of it on the mic, but can also do the. You remember? So you, you guys know this, the Regal Goldberg match from Nitro. Like at some point, he's gonna have to be tested. Yeah. So you want somebody who's gonna be safe, but see what he's got. Put him in some awkward positions that he's not used to being in front of a crowd, and see what he does. Oh, you know who it is. It's Daniel, Daniel, Marshall. It's Danielson. Oh fuck. He's gonna. He has to lose it. I mean, he can't win for sure. The vet who can who see who has seen everything Hook can throw at him, and who is as technically competent. Who will reverse everything Hook does? Yeah, it's Danielson. And now get Hook over. Yeah, it's Danielson. And you put, that, you put, that, you put that on a dynamite. <laughs> yep. New move set for a Hook right there oh, because God, Daniel, Danielson's like, I know all your moves. Because when he gets beat yeah. and he like it doesn't work, he's like, shit. And yeah. He has to go back to the then lab. He's got to learn something. It's yeah. No, it writes itself. Danielson is the dude. Oh, it is Danielson. Yep. So, oh. like, and this will be nuts to, for me to say for a guy who's had less than 10 matches and who hasn't even wrestled on Dynamite yet. Yeah, he has. Hook, it's, it's all Rampage. Just rampage right? It's all like, Rampage of the buy-in. Hook might be too big of a star to move to Ring of Honor. Uh, he's, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> he's too, Although, that will get people to watch HBO yeah, Max. I say he's If you want to see Hook wrestle, you have to go watch HBO wanna, Max. want to send for Hook? Get HBO Max, buddy. Yep. Uh, he drives so, it yeah. like 100, like 300% more subscriptions for Hook. It's like Comcast. I was on Hook's on Peacemaker. Yeah. 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 They're redoing the wire with Hook. <laughs> that would be great. He's just sitting there eating a bag of chips while the murders are going no, down. No, he doesn't talk. doesn't talk. <laughs> He's the detective in the back just eating chips. He's like, just nothing, shaking his head like, dude, damn. No, I for sure <laughs> want him just him. in the background of HBO shows. He's just, yeah. eating, chips. just eating chips. It's never acknowledged. The camera pans, and then just keeps going, but you see oh, him in the background eating too. chips. I want him put into old episodes of Sex in the City. Fucking Sesame Street. He's back there. We're just eating chips. Yep. <laughs> we're learning the alphabet today, and it's starting with the letter B, and it's just eating chips in the background. Like, God damn it. Just shaking his Those head at the words. must be barbecue chips. Yeah, it's barbecue. Yeah. Old Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, yeah dude. When the house is empty, he's in the back. Just eating chips. He's, like, sitting in he's the looking back. through the window. He's sitting in the back of the class and head of the class because it's he's, on he's, like, Max, he's, right? he's in the episode of Fresh Prince where uh, Will's like pleading, like, "Why does he doesn't want me?" On he the looks in the background and of the stairs, and he's just sitting on the chips. chair eating chips, just shaking his head in disappointment. Even better than the episodes, he's in the theme song somewhere. Yeah. Yep. When he's getting beat up on the playground, he's over there just eating chips. He's eating yep. chips on the beat up on Will. <laughs> gotta make it. We gotta make it happen, folks. <laughs> or he's the, he's the cab. He shares a cab with him. Yeah. He's in the cab with him. Just like he's like, what the hell? Yeah. Like Will's all this guy stinks, but Hook's just like eating chips. Just like, eating. Uh, 
to, to <laughs> Rampage. Let's go. God damn it. All right. The next match That's in the awesome. uh, buy-in was House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews defeating Death Triangle of Pac and Penta Oscuro with Eric Redbeard. I believe Eric in 17 minutes and 20 seconds. This was good. And I want to say, I want to say, we didn't talk about last week, but Buddy Matthews, aka Buddy Murphy, is now all elite. I, I will say, thank God, Buddy Matthews in this match. Yeah, he didn't, okay. do, didn't do fuck all for me. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, but Buddy, big match, Buddy, Jeez. shocking to no one in this room, stole the match. I thought. Yep, he was so fucking good. Like. How could you have a guy like that on your roster and think he's dead weight? I don't know. Adam Cole's like, yeah, I don't know. How could you do that? That's weird. (laughs) Adam Cole, Mustafa Ali. Everybody's like, yeah. (laughs) Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish. I don't know. I can't wait for two and a half years when Mustafa Ali's all elite. He did tweet after the show one day. (laughs) He's got to look at all of his. He's trying to get fired. He's He's trying so hard. All of his contemporaries are there. He, he should it. do what we said before. Well, we the first time to ever get buy, can we get GoFundMe to buy out his contract? What we said before. Can we, <laughs> can can we that. get that going? That's a GoFundMe. What we said before. Mustafa Ali could be the voice of the reason, since we discussed this already. The long, voice of a generation. There is. About how he should jump, go on AEW TV. Your contract, your independent contractor. Test it. Test it. We're going to lose. He has to wait two and a half Speaking years. Speaking of voice of a generation, though, kind of like not my cousin, but like CM Punk was for that... I actually believe, like, if you give him a live mic and let him get over, Mustafa Ali could be the CM Punk of this generation. He could. In terms of drawing people in and making them care and keeping them, like, that loyalty and being the voice for them, he's got the same thing Punk does. And maybe that's why they're like, no, we're going to put you on fucking ice. We've been through this before. Don't want that again. And like I said, just go to EW. Test the water. (laughs) What are they going to do? Sue you for... Mustafa Ali should... I mean, just, like, be blatant on Twitter about trying to get fired. He, he, should, like, he should just start, like, straight up sending pictures of formats out. No, you know what like, I want? Like, fuck you. This is what we're doing tonight on SmackDown. Don't bother watching the show. This is the show. He gets a Patreon and starts doing live instant reaction podcasts for every AEW program. Breaking it down, talking about it. Never mentions WWE once. He just has secret recordings of conversations with Vince McMahon. He's like, fuck yeah. it. No, we're doing this shit for real. Fuck yeah. this. I'm wearing a wire, bitch. It's um, terrible. This match was, I thought it was good. What did you give it? I gave this match three and three quarters. Jesus. Well, I'm higher on Pac than you are, and I'm higher on Penta than you are. Uh, Redbeard's Redbeard. Yeah, I think I Eric like Redbeard, Malachi Black Redbeard more than is, you do. I think Redbeard's oh, no. a one night only. Of all the people, I like Malachi Black. Yeah. Buddy, buddy, Brody Lee can go fuck off. I'm gonna fuck up Brody, Brody Lee. King. Whatever. I like Brody King, but I'm not like you know he's not like one of my all time favorites. But I like him. Yeah. Um, I'm a big match buddy guy, so yeah, yeah. it is good. Uh, so let's start the pay per view as we try to battle with as our, JR comes out. So <laughs> as, uh, I mean, that was perfect timing to cut yeah. off. I'm as we try to battle with the Bleacher Report uh, as we purchased it earlier in the day, and then all of a sudden it's like, and I was like no, no, you no, you didn't. And then it's like we but sent the receipt. Actually. It was like, no, you didn't, but yes, you did. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> hey, you bought it. Buy it again. Buy it again. And so I'm, I'm telling the producer to check the bank account to see how many times she was charged because we did it like four times on the seven. app, and then we did it once on the phone. The phone <sighs> worked. Jesus. So, like, example, I was trying to see if I can watch Revolution today on the app, and it still says I have to buy it. And it's like, but we did on the phone, and it's on the, like, yeah, I don't know. Dude, that fucking app is trash. Yeah. 
And it's the new app, too, so it's stupid. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, every time they re-up it, yeah. you know, they change there's it. Two different, there's two different bleach reports. There's you the, can buy it from Comcast. Yeah. Nah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, they have it on Fight. You can just buy it on Fight. Nope, Fight's everywhere oh, it's but it's, the it's U.S. It's about the U.S., right, because right, they have Bleach Report here. Yeah. That's right. So it's stupid. If if we could buy on Fight, we would, because the producer buys everything on Fight. So. Oh, yeah. Um, the library you have on Fight has got to be... It's all it's all. <laughs> it's GCW. All GCW. It's, the network, baby. it's the GCW. It's going to be the... Um, prestige. The Prestige. It's going to be the uh, like the four-day event on WrestleMania the Weekend. Collective. The collective. It's all that. Uh, so we start Isn't the pay-per-view. Is that GCW? Yes, it is. So, yes, it's, yeah, it's all GCW. So we start the pay-per-view off with Eddie Kingston defeating Chris Jericho via submission, 13 minutes and 40 seconds. And because of us fighting with the app, I think we missed like five minutes of it. I mean, I mean, also, I, went yeah. to go, I was able to go back after it's on the my stuff. Your, your, your shoot? I watched it. Um, three and a half. I really liked it. I thought the reason I liked it is because Chris Jericho, must, it must be contract here. Kind of like the old baseball term. Yep. Like he wants Vince's attention. Yeah. Because he lost a lot of weight, and he had Eddie Kingston's match. He didn't have Kingston wrestle his match. So it was cra- First move of the match was a t- uh, dragon suplex where Jericho landed on his fucking head. Yeah. Um, so it was good. I liked it. I gave it th- uh, three and a half. A half. Flat three and a half, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um. I liked it, but it was like I said, we just got to watch like that. And I was gonna, that's what I was trying to do is rewatch it. But since the app is still saying I haven't purchased it yet via the Fuck app, that app up its going ass. Right. Um, <laughs> next match Jurassic Express defeating Red Dragon and the Young Bucks in a three way tag team match for the AW Tag Team Championships. 18 minutes and 56 seconds. They fucked up here. I was shocked. Red Dragon should have won. They fucked up. I mean, I get the fact that you continue the dissension without the belts being in the middle, I guess. But, man, I'm not digging Jurassic Express's title reign. Title reign. I mean, and I'm it, not digging Luchasaurus. He just needs to go away. It felt man. like it was time for it to end. But in that match, yeah, it was in that match, Jungle Boy was ridiculously great. I'm like, why is he still in this tag team with this guy? He needs to be solo. Yeah. So let's yep. make it happen. Um, I enjoyed the match. I, I agree. I think Jurassic Express run is kind of, it's like that point of when Pen, uh, when uh, Phoenix got hurt. Like, was the plan for them to get the titles at that time? I, you know, I, I would you know assume I mean? so. I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought they were going to be champs anyway. Like, yeah, I knew they were going to get a run at some point. Yeah. But I just feel like, for me, this run has kind of been meh. Only because of the fact that what what they've defended the title like three times against like uh, I don't even know who remember who I don't even know who they defend the titles against the, the gun uh, club the gun club the acclaimed the who? ass boys <laughs> there it is um, but they're yeah, very evil so like they haven't really had any high profile matches in in my <laughs> eyes but they're also planning the Christian turn. Soon, you know, to get see, and I thought this was going to be a part of it because he yeah. wasn't at ringside. I thought they could lose, and he could be like, "See, well, what? I'm not with you guys one night, and you lose the belts." He mm-hmm. could start his little prickish thing, but no, they won. And man, it's a different kind of boo boo face because it's not like Sasha's where she's crying on the way to the ring when she's going to lose. When the Bucks aren't factored into the decision, they don't fucking try even a goddamn little bit. They yeah. were. Irrelevant in this match, but you know who I didn't find irrelevant? Kyle O'Reilly. 
Yeah. That motherfucker can go. Yeah. And Bobby Fish is the perfect compliment to him. Because yeah. when it's Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle has to play the supporting member. Because it's Adam Cole. Cole. It is what it is. <laughs> but when you put – and Bobby Fish is fucking great at what he does. But he's the perfect compliment to Kyle O'Reilly. That team is – that's my favorite team of the 2010s. Yeah. If I had to make a list, my number one team is Red Dragon. Um, so I wanted the number two win. is the Ascension. Yeah, obviously, Big Connor, baby. I gave it a flat four though because it was yeah. a good match. It was good. Uh, the next match was the Face of the Revolution ladder match for the future AEW TNT Championship as Warlow defeats Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, and Christian Cage. Going into it, there was rumors going around that there might be a mystery opponent because I would just say this. Uh, the day before, earlier in the day, Tony Khan came out saying, hey, uh, we're going to throw in Scorpio Sky, make him the sun since he's undefeated, and he wants his title match. He said no. So Scorpio Sky and the winner of the, later on, uh, oh, the winner, uh, Sammy Guevara, is take, uh, going on Dynamite this upcoming Smart week. Smart move. I just said no, too. I'm out of shot. I'm not going to go through another ladder match to get it. Just fucking give it to Which me. Which he's getting on this week's Dynamite. Although I did like the... Promo that Dan Lambert cut on Rampage saying, look, it was easy to barter with Khan. Sky gets his shot on Wednesday, and all I had to do was get Paige Van Zandt to sign a contract. Mm-hmm. So it was easy. Um, only person, to be honest, that got hurt in this match, it's uh, Orange Cassidy with a shoulder injury. It wasn't Ricky Stocks, no, Ricky as Stocks. JR called him about a billion times in the match. Ricky Stocks did not Stocks get hurt. Stocks and Boston. But Scott, buddy, I will say... I enjoyed this ladder match. There were some inventive there were some invi- spots. Yeah, the ideas of... Uh, now we know why there were so many hosses in the match. Um, mm-hmm. The idea of, like, Orange Cassidy lifting himself up the ladder while uh, Warlow and Keith Lee hold the ladder, and then, but then he slips and he gets nutted, and it's just like, okay, that's good. Um, Keith Lee yeeting him into the 15th row. <laughs> um, Hobbs doing the superplex with Keith Lee... Who a, is in the corner being hurt is but holding actually on holding the ladder. The ladder. Oh, that was frightening because if he slips, uh, he well, I mean rips his leg probably off his body and hurts who it was Starks, right? Yeah, yeah. hurt Starks badly. <laughs> it was well done. I mean, but, it, it was well done. There were there was cool moments too, like the Starks team. Starks dropping on his neck was supposed to happen. Yeah, um, that wasn't a botch. Maybe he came down a little faster yeah. than planned because of the slit, but you know. But if you watch the replay, he got his hand yeah, he, behind his yeah, head, he, so he, he protected him. I like the idea of Team Taz shaking hands before, like as they're about to climb a ladder, and yep. they're like, "All right, we're gonna punch nice, each other now." Yeah. I think it's a little surprising that uh, Wardlow won. I, I was surprised until later in the night, and I, then I was yeah. like, "That makes sense." I was surprised but until that's kind of give away the. Later in the night, though. We, well, not necessarily. We didn't know. We didn't know. I but like I my can... mind changed because of the promo on Dynamite. Of the I'm fact, always hoping you win. No, not that, the, the point. The, that's the one. The, but the point of MJF going. Well, you're in the tournament. You know what? If you win, you can have the title. I don't I care. Mean, it was awkward later on in the night when Wardlow comes out and for some reason throws a clipboard down and goes thumbs down. Yeah. But in a, but yeah. but then when they do the uh, when he did that promo of saying like hey if you win you get the title shot I'm like oh he's winning yeah that's all right it's it's yeah. not bad to be spoiled sometimes of as long as you watch the story fold out and but, watching the stories fold out in this company tends to be a whole lot more enjoyable than but, watching the stories fold out elsewhere but me him losing did not belly counter? Hit, yeah <laughs> it is uh, him Here's winning some double goal. 
Warlow winning didn't spoil the fact that I like, knew he was winning. It's just the fact of like, okay, so they're playing the seed that he could win it. And because going into it, honestly, at this rate, no anybody anybody in that match could have won. So, maybe not Orange Cassidy. My issue with Wardlow winning, it's it's a weird. I'm gonna equate it weird, but it's like uh, like a seven foot two guy winning the NBA slam dunk contest, right? Wardlow doesn't need this kind of gimmick to be over and be like a threat to a main event level. Whereas it really would have helped somebody like Ricky Starks. I agree with you, but they've got the Keith Lee Starks thing ready to go. But also, more importantly, they can still feud over it. Oh, no, but check this out. Win. First of all, Sammy Guevara Wardlow is an interesting looking match on paper, mm-hmm. but MJF fucking him out of his title shot is all the more enticing to get that feud ramped up even more. Yeah. So that's why it was done. Yep. He's, he's not winning that title. Maybe Joe's going to make sure of that. Yeah. But overall, what did you give it? Three and three quarters. Okay. For a good match. Yeah. Uh, Those only star ratings, by the way. High. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed they're high. <laughs> yeah. Go back and check my Elimination Chamber Ooh. star ratings. Yeah. Uh, the next match was for the AEW TBS Championship. Uh, as let, Jade Cargill and Ty Conti. Let me just tell you that <laughs> you know, most of my matches start at two and a half. And they got, <laughs> this one started at five. It only went up. Uh, after the bell rang, it... The first move, I'm like, five stars. Yep. Why and is that? It, Why was that? Well, the first move was a Greco-Roman lip lock. Okay. Uh, well, Jade, no, the first move was when she came out on that entrance. Jade. Oh, Jade my and God. her Mortal Kombat outfit. Which, Jade jumping up my list. As one. Uh, like 15 spots. JR doesn't know who <laughs> Shit. Who she's trying to, to uh, cosplay as Tony well, it's not Jan, JR. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go back. First of all, Dan Housen interfered in the ladder match. Yes. First of all, did you see his tweet? Yes. Wardlow, I, I think I may have inadvertently helped you win that. You owe me a lot of money. When you sell the golden <laughs> ring, you give me half. The other thing I noticed, he was wearing his tights. He was wearing tights. He's wearing tights. So he's getting if you, close. Getting yeah. close. Yeah. But also. Which is interesting because I've never seen him wrestle, so I'm curious. It's comedy. Yeah. I mean, he can go. He stops. But it's, he stops to do the yeah. tequila breakdown. Like what he did. The Pee Herman. But like during, halfway but, through the match, he's like. Tequila and then the music plays. But I love the bag or the bottle of teeth. Yeah. Because they're not a foreign object. You have teeth in your mouth. Yep. So you, he uses those to <laughs> stuff them in your mouth and super kick you. Jesus. Um, either that or fucking gross. His, his, <laughs> goal, fucking gross. his goal is uh, before the belt is punching the groin. Yeah. That's it. But uh, so he interferes, and you could just, again, for like the third time on TV, you could. You, Jim Ross isn't even trying to hide the fact that he completely hates Danhausen yep. and everything. Well, that I, he brings to the show. The feeling is probably mutual. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> unlike JR, Dan doesn't bring something to the show. <laughs> right. Where JL actively detracts from it. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. yeah, he had well, no idea. Because it's on brand because uh, Jade Cargo was another athlete that AEW signed. Yeah. Jesus. But, oh, like I said, the match started five stars. Yeah, the old uh, lip lock with Ty Conti. Sam McGuire's lucky man. I wouldn't have minded being in Ty Conti's spot. I mean... Jade could force herself on me if she wanted to. I'm just saying. Which but, is no Rhea, but yeah. Yeah, well, a few people are. It's fair. <laughs> it's fair. Oh, my God. The two of them. Oh, oh, you're, you're back to wrestling. Back, yeah. like I've I'll been be back in a couple don't, minutes, uh, guys. Don't, don't worry about don't it. Don't pull that. Uh, the, oh, I'm pulling it. What? <laughs> the, uh, Yeet? That uh, Twitter <laughs> guy. That Twitter guy. Oh, yeah, you said no, follow. Tw- yeah. uh, shout out to Corbin yeah. Radul. Oh, God. That no, we're not. No. The, no, he had the greatest Twitter follow the, the, all Saturday night. <laughs> and the best one was the Dewdrop one. Oh, I was shit. like, wow. So, uh, what did you give this match, Corey? I ended up giving it... Two and three quarters. Okay. It wasn't bad. It over-delivered because these two, 
It went too long. It, it, did it go, went it uh, six it, minutes and 50 seconds. Well, that's not too long. It's it just the, felt like it went longer. It for, is the for, shortest match on the live, uh, on the paper. I will say, Jesus. Ty Conti and Thunder Rosa have something in common in the fact that they both have used them on pay-per-view too often to lose in title matches. Uh, I mean, there's a talent discrepancy, but still, they've both used hey, both of them. More on that later. And I will say, um, good form on Ty's return kiss later on in the match. Yep. Bumped it up a, a little bit. This could have been really bad. As much as they've both improved, and yep. Ty have improved a lot, this could have gone off the rails ugly. This could have been worse than Hirsch and Statlander if they weren't meshing. I just... Maybe that's why they kissed. I just like... I like the gimmick... I like Jade Cargill essentially being the hook of the female division where she just kind of destroys people, but she's mostly been destroying just no-name jobbers. So I would have liked, because I've said on here that I want her to start doing that to bigger-name talent, and this would have been perfect here. Yep. She's uh, was, she's only going to get better because, like I told you guys last week, she's working with Brian Danielson on in-ring stuff. Yep. And she said, uh, she mentioned in an interview last night, I don't know if it was a scrub or not, a scrum or not, but... She mentioned that she's learned so much from him already, and she's looking forward to. She's like, I've always had the, I can do the star thing, and I can, I'm powerful, but I'm learning all this she, like wrestling knowledge. She should get the push that Nyla Rose gets because, like Nyla Rose, she is way different than everybody else they have, but she's actually good. And unlike Nyla Rose, and I have nothing against Nyla Rose, no, but unlike Nyla Rose, she pops quarter ratings. I mean, she's better than you know Big Swole, but and Nijax, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> But but Jade like legitimately moves quarter ratings every show because she's, you know what you know what it is honestly she reminds me of Karma, or Awesome Kong. She looks like a star. She it's, a star. it's different than everything else on the roster. Vince, as much as I love Brit and the, it's, yeah, you know you know what the gimmick is with, when it's female. Vince isn't wrong in thinking that they need to come off as stars. You can learn the wrestling bit. It's just that some people just aren't. Well, she is, mm-hmm. kind of like Hook. She she is a star. She has it. We got a hook Jade Cargill tag team. <laughs> Unbeatable. <laughs> I mean, like, Roman uh, Reigns would acknowledge that. Could it be like Jaded Hook. <laughs> Jay, God damn it. Jaded Hook. Jaded. That's good. That's nice. Thank you. That's nice. Uh, our next match was a dog collar match. CM oh, Punk mean, defeating MJF. 26 minutes it, and 45 seconds. The longest match of the that's night. That's why they were here. Yep. I mean, it was. It's not the main event, but it was the main event. It drew the house. Yeah. I mean, there's other matches that I'm sure had a factor in it, but this drew the house. Yeah. Where do I start in this love letter that I want to write? The to entrance. This match? Uh, I, I was, first of all, let's go back to it. M- MJF trolling everybody oh. with the beginnings of Cult of Personality, then cutting to his music, and I need to go back and double check because I'm gonna watch this match again anyway. Um, I believe. Hello, bro. That I saw a little bit of a Jimmy Rave tribute in MJF's robe. Uh, Jimmy Rave, who passed away a couple months ago, had a heated, was in Ring of Honor with Punk, had a heated rivalry. And I think there was was a little bit of a Jimmy Rave tribute there. I need to go back and double check. So nice on him. He's a student. You know. you know what I mean? Well, the promo of la- leading into it, the, you know, two weeks ago, they did the, we talked about it. The did he turn babyface? And then last week it was the um, hell no, he didn't. He didn't. He kicked, low blow him, bloodied him, and then well, he cut the promo saying, you know, um, what was it? The the devil. The greatest trick the, greatest the devil trick. ever did was to make people think he didn't exist. And then that Classic is line. a promo yeah. that CM Punk did in ROH. Mm-hmm. 
you stupid son of a bitch, you couldn't see what this was, blah, blah, blah. To be fair, Michael J. J. White said it in Exit Wounds 2001, yeah, but, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the whole promo, he like, did the whole promo. Yeah, he did like, He did Punk's promo in ROH. He's not the first guy that said that. I've heard that in other things, too. Yeah. You put some respect on Michael J. White's oh, name. Oh, no, no. Michael J. White's cool, but I think I know I've heard that somewhere else. So, uh, yeah, like the MJF on Wednesday was fantastic, and then just the hardest kick I've ever seen in the nuts. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, dude. You can work a little Damn. bit, MJF. Fuck, man. And then he's in the ring, and then, like, this music starts. And it's like there's smoke coming out of the entranceway. Yep. And right away, everybody else in the room was was confused. And I was like, holy fuck, they're doing the ROH entrance. I was hoping he'd they're come using, out in the white trunks that he did the dog collar match in ROH. I was like, they're using um, Miseria Cantari by AFI. Holy fuck. Only thing that was missing were those metal uh, entrance ramps that the crowd can yep. on. And I was like, he's actually doing and it. He wore the shorts, and he wore the he wore the shorts and the sh- and the jacket he wore. I mean, all he needed was the bleach blonde hair. And, and he, he talked about been... it. He talked about in the press for how he started crying when he first saw the uh, jacket because it was the same jacket he wore instead of like the a crossbone. They had the outline of his dog. Uh, yeah, in the, shout in, to Larry. And the same shorts. I myself am still a CM Punk in shorts guy. Because that's how he I first looks saw better him. in shorts. That's where I first saw him. So I, I think he should keep that. He won't, but he he, won't, I think he yeah. should. Um, <laughs> should be, it could be di- he should be different. So, but well, uh, okay. So like, so right before the match even starts, I am completely invested because Tony Khan, I think, for a large part, books this company just to please me. I mean, I've also said you're on the payroll. I, I it's, you, it's you and Uncle Dave. I should be. Yeah. God, me and Uncle Dave could be in a fascinating conversation. It would go seven or hours. Or strangle each other. I don't know which one would happen first. It would go seven hours, and we would only talk on one topic. That's the problem. July uh, 86, the <laughs> yeah. Jim Crockett. Yeah. The yeah. Great American Bash Tour of 86 would take seven <laughs> hours. But it would be fun. Like I'm just saying right now, Uncle Dave, I'm willing. So... The match starts. They put it on. They're both tensing their neck. Shout out to the which. So I will, Joe. I will say this: the database gave us some homework. Yes, mm-hmm. which yeah. we Joe let me watch because I had forgot to watch it before I came over. I had said so before that, the well, started. Well, well, well. <laughs> I had said How since the turntables have happened. Joe on the one night's the Hawks half the fucking show. I was How like, the turntables have happened. Since they have pubbed this match so much in this feud, I thought it only made sense we go back and watch it. So we watched the uh, Great Hammer Valentine and Roddy Piper. Dog collar match from Starcade 83? Yes. Now, I'm not going to say that I thought you guys would hate it, but I thought there would be a vast difference in what you guys thought compared to me mm-hmm. because you guys were born later and didn't come up on that wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, might I safe to say I was right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't mind it. Joe it's liked just, it more than I did. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mind it at all. It's just that craziness of. The highest spot in the match itself was a souple or a, I think it was like a double axe handle to the out to the outside off the apron. And I'm like, that's the high spots now. In well, you got to remember, 83. it's 83. Oh, I know. Like, that's from, <laughs> I know that. Snuka I, was the only guy jumping off the top. Well, I, Bobby Eaton. We're I, the only two guys I jumping off the top. I was just saying, like, yeah. this is that crazy way of 1983 to the fact, you know, 40 years later, it's super kick after super well, kick after super kick. In a lot of ways, I think that's why the 90s may be the best decade for wrestling period in that, especially before the Attitude Era prostituted everything, 
it was the mixture of between the low hi-fi of the low 80, the early 80s and the ridiculous overcomplicating spots now. It was like in that middle area. Well, then, like, you guys know, I'm not, I really don't like 80s wrestling. It yeah. doesn't do it a lot for me. But I also am not a guy who's, like, super into high spot matches. I don't love yeah. those. They're, they suck, too, for a different You're reason. You're like entirely. the 90s middle, middle ground, but like, right? I am just not a huge fan of Piper's in-ring work or Greg Valentine. So for me, I'm just like, I... makes sense. Whatever. It's a, it's de- especially Valentine. It's definitely a, you have to enjoy old school wrestling. I mean, listeners may not know, like I grew up in Georgia, so I am used to seeing Southern wrestling. That does yeah. not bother me at yeah. all. I'm used to seeing the fuck well, out of that. Southern wrestling <laughs> is its own hybrid. So I'm used to seeing that shit. So that's fine. But I just said yeah, those two specifically just don't do it well, for me. While these guys were wrestling in the Carolinas and, and uh, Backlund was boring everybody to death in, in, in New York, <laughs> you know, Lawler's down there having ECW blood matches in, in the Mid-South <laughs> Coliseum, throwing fire in people's faces. Yeah, Southern wrestling is its own thing. <laughs> but yes, uh, this match I loved. The, the callback spots to that match... Mm-hmm. You know they watched some Puerto Rican fucking Carlos Colon, goddamn Abdullah the Butcher, <laughs> whatever fights. Um, I didn't, you know, it went twenty six. I didn't think it went too long. No, I thought it, it was. Perfect. It didn't feel long at all. Thought it was perfect. I thought again, how many times does MJF have to completely? He doesn't steal the show, but he completely proves but that he, he's everything. He reminds you he's there, though. He he's everything that everybody says he is and more. How many times has he had to do that before people just put him on that level? Well, I mean, I, I think I speak for everybody. He's been on that level for us. Yeah. But there are so many out there who admit he's great, but for some reason still Prove won't, it. like, give him that nudge. Like, Prove it. Yeah, yeah. you're great. Honestly. How many times are you going to do it? It's, and they've actually done a very good job sort of referencing it. It's People see The Miz when they see him, and he's, he's, he's so much he's better. better than that. He's better. He can cut a better heel promo. He's like, way better. I'm not saying better. it's not... Influenced by that character, it probably is. I mean, it makes sense. Oh, he admitted it, but he's just better at it. Yeah, no, he's it's, admitted. The Miz should want to be that. He just doesn't have the capability. He talks about Piper and all those because they are legitimate influences. Yeah. But he also admits that the Miz is a huge part of his character. When I the very first time I saw MJF years ago, I was like, "Oh, it's the Miz," but better. Yeah, I said that then it was just better than the Miz. It was also EC3, but better. Like so much so that EC3 had to change his entire fucking like, gimmick. People who don't either understand MJF or just refuse to give him his flowers are fucking morons, quite honestly. They're to me, dumb. he's proven it in different matches, in different contexts, with different opponents. How many times you got to have great matches before it's you're great? Is it Honestly, is it because he doesn't wrestle like the Bucks and Omega that he just isn't getting that I think it's because from he's that so base? good on the, on the mic that people discredit. That same thing happened to The Miz. He was so good at being a dick that people wouldn't get you know, they they couldn't get past it when the bell rang. Yeah. And but this guy's way better than this. Yeah. He so is. like I gave this four and three quarters. It's as close to a five star match as I can go without going five. So I think I was gonna I think I asked you, I'm gonna ask you on air, is it better than the Stark eighty three match? Oh yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I'm I'm high on that one. Yeah, I figured. But I grew up on that one. I figured. But I go about four on that one. About a four. It, this is four and three quarters. This is the, you know, it was that fun part of, I watched it twice because I watched it earlier in the week and then watched the Mr. Booble here. And it was just like trying to see any callbacks. And then there was like the one of Punk wrapping the chain around the post on the outside and then 
he tries to get uh, MJF tries to leave, and he's like, no, 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 back in the corner you go. Like, realize that right away. Them the standoff in the beginning of them tugging, tugging, each other. and they're tensing the necks and they're leaning back and they're right away. Look, they both are huge Piper fans. Uh, so, so I know you want to have a seven hour conversation with Meltzer. You want to hang out with those two in a room and watch old wrestling? Yes, I do. Jesus Christ, I sincerely dude. do because. Holy I, fuck. I like to call myself the dad. Well, the database name was given to me, but it's fun. It fits. It's fun. It fits here. But I could learn so much just by watching that match with them again. Just give me 20 minutes to watch that match with the two of them, and I'll learn so much more than I ever knew before. God. This was great. It was good. Bloody. Uh, Everything I wanted it to. And then. Uh, Punk should, could bleed. We should talk about the ending. As I, I, I gotta be honest. This is war. I, 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 I like the ending. The fact that Warlow, uh, MGF is calling for Warlow, has called him like three times. He comes out in his suit, cocky strut. Give He's me the ring. He's looking like Batista in 2005. Yeah. Give me the ring. <laughs> Only better because Batista sucks. Give me the ring. Shut your mouth right now. Looks every pocket. Doesn't have it. Doesn't I forgot have it. it. Forgot I it. it. I don't know what it is. Uh, Punk lays uh, MJF out, and MJ, the camera cuts to Orlando. Orlando's like, "Wait a minute!" And then like checks the back pocket, and there it is. And then, and you know, my favorite part of it was he didn't toss it to Punk. He just set it down. He He's just like, put it down. He's, you pick it up if you want it. Yep. He set it down, then walked away. That was that meant so much more to me than the turn itself, because I was like. In WWE, he'd have glad-handed it and tossed it to Punk and high-fived the fan. and smiled, yeah. And he didn't do that. It's like, here it is. You want it? Take it. Punk uses it, okay. wins the match. So that's, that's the other thing. I don't think he should have won. I think MGF should have won here. I, I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't... You know what it tells me? I, I know it's for the turn. I get it. It's for the yeah, board. Yeah, no yeah, thing. It's for yeah. that. So they're moving on. I get it. They're just... Just tells me there's a I little... I don't think it was time. I still, and they're not done. That's my point. <sighs> I just think that it means that there's more time uh, for MJF before the title run. So, and honestly, that's, so I was going to sort of piggyback on this. I think the next time they fight, it's over a title. Yeah. Yep. It's not well, that. And then the big one. Not the, not one, the TNT. It's the big one. Because one. one thing this yeah. company has proven to be really good at, that WWE does not do well, and WCW didn't either. Although they did in the beginning, in the early 90s, they were good at this. Is a feud pushing PN news. Besides that, and they, they need to get PN news into AEW stat stat lander. We need rapping by PN news in 2022. Yo baby, yo baby, yo. But more importantly, can we get one man banned if he's not dead? Feuds don't necessarily die. They can just Front simmer. Pause. Yeah, they just simmer while they're doing something else. All of a sudden, you can come back to it, and and with one promo, it's hot and again. Because these two will just randomly reference each other. Yeah. And the crowd will be like, oh, and then they, it's back on again. Like, they did it with, with Paige and Omega. It's so good. They've done dude. it with tons of people. Because the Punk and MJF, they took a break for about a month. Yeah. From November. And like, and they would just reverend, reverend, like he would just reference somebody. And so they would just, they kept it in their mind. And mm-hmm. then when they turned it back up, it was there the whole time. And So like, I have no problem with it. Because yeah, one one promo after one of them has the belt. And I think Punk will have it first. I think, I MJF, think, I think MJF beats him for I the think title. MJF beats Punk in the long run for the title. I yeah. think. Yes. Yep. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No, I love this. Like, remember, I, don't, you know, I don't hate the direction they're going. I just personally would have had MJF beat him again. So I like the idea that um, as great as Punk is, like Punk can beat everybody else in the company except MJF. MJF is like this just asshole he can't get by. And he doesn't know because it's, it's essentially a younger version of him, essentially. Well, that would have right? been good. I it's agree just a younger you. version of him. Something that's almost as good and what I guess they'll do mm-hmm. is that MJF will just say, you never beat me. Portal will beat me. 
Yep. Like BS. You didn't beat me. You could I, beat, be, I beat you twice in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That's, you that's my storyline. That's yeah. the storyline. So it'll work. Something out. I'm like, I'm I'm splitting hairs. I'm fine with where yeah. it's going. Yeah. So the question is though, because they're probably gonna pause this for a while. What do you do with Punk? Because <coughs> it's, it's clear. It's clear. MJF is going. Like, we know where that's I going. I think whether I don't think there'll be a heel turn, but I think he beats Page at double or nothing for the title. I think Punk gets the belt. Face versus face. Doesn't that's what I think. And then he goes into. Sh- I don't think. It, Here's the thought problem. They might want to wait until September when they're in Chicago because that pop would be huge. That's too long, though. But that's too long. But the double nothing would be is people flying to Vegas. Yeah. They don't. They get big pops no matter what. And then, oh, it's Cosmic uh, Brownie. Uh, anyway, um, so like, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, obscure Portland wrestler Cosmic Brownie getting beat up there. Tie-dye shirt, plain white mask. I love it. There it is. So like... I don't know. Maybe MJF beats him at full gear in November or something. I think the end of the year, MJF is champion. I just have a feeling. They've built him up. It's time. And they've been pretty good with not blowing the young guys coming up. Like, they're going to they're gonna nail it. So I think because one way or the other. if he is one of your pillars, he's the only pillar not have, not to have a belt, right? Yeah. Because Paige obviously has had it. Britt has it. Darby's had it. Darby's had it. Jarvis, Jungle Boy. And all fairness. has one. So, you know. In all fairness. MJF was the right one to hold off on because he was a sure thing anyway. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, he was the safest bet. But you now, can take but, your time. But now it's time. But now it's time. So I think Punk wins it. Punk loses to MJF eventually before the year's out. Probably full gear I like the if full I gear because it'd be weird. It'd be, it'd be what, bad I did a beat what, him in Chicago. What, Punk gets his win in Chicago. That would be a good idea. What, what, if, what if this scenario happens? What if MJF faces Paige at double nothing? He wins it there, and then the storyline goes on, and then pay, uh, Punk gets into it, but... Um, MGF beats Punk Not in Chicago. Already, already with the title I think the story's better if Punk's, Punk's the one that MGF beats Because so, the, so Corey sort of hinted at it You have Well depending on what contract situation is You theoretically have a long time with MJF mm-hmm. You gotta capitalize on Punk Sooner rather than later Because yeah. he's not gonna be here forever So you have to strike while it's hot Because okay. yep. by the time Chicago's around That's a full <laughs> year in the company And you he probably should have the belt in that for in that first year. Speaking of probably should have struck all the iron was that, What was the next match? Our next Ooh. match was the AEW Women's World Championship as Dr. Britt Baker DMD did her beautiful new championship oh, belt. So uh and the best looking belt in the business. It's up there. Uh defeat. That's tough to, to argue. There. It's tough to argue. I, I, What's the competition? Hear me out. Defeats Thunder <laughs> Rosa. Hear me out. ignores it. I'll come up with it later. <laughs> yeah. Defeats Thunder Rosa. Uh, in 17 minutes and 25 seconds. I mean, seconds. I love me some Britt Baker. This was the wrong fucking call here. I would say that. But then I was reminded of something last night Fair. that I knew beforehand. That this upcoming Wednesday night is going to be the number one contendership match of legit Layla Hurst versus Thunder Rosa. Winner... Takes on Britt Baker at Slam Patrick. St. Patrick's Day Slam. There is. In San San Antonio. Now, there's two ways you can go about this. One, Thunder Rosa gets her win in Texas, which would be a bigger deal. Yeah. Or Thunder Rosa's injured. So maybe Layla wins that match. And she has to take a little time off her. She's got like a torn something in her leg. Oh, yeah. So, like, she can work on it, but it's... She's not doing GCW shows. But it's something <laughs> she should get worked on at least, or looked at. So maybe she doesn't win that, or maybe they're saving it for Texas. It's one or the other. But as you've pointed out, though, 
Her and Ty Conti keep losing on pay-per-view. On pay-per-view to and title matches, at some matches, point, yeah. man, like, the people are just not going to care. You're going to have to give one well, of them I, a belt sooner or And Thunder Rosa should be that person, dude. Well, she's so double, good. Then a double or nothing, Thunder Rosa defends against Ty Conti. And you ever lose again? Uh, Sheeta returned, so there's that. Sheeta returned if, to finish the feud with uh, Deeb. Deeb, yep. And keep going. So they were stuck. And they have women under contract they haven't even uh, debuted. debuted yet. I'm pretty sure one of them is Athena, who used to be Ember Moon. Um... So what do you give this match? I give this two and three quarters. The fact that this tied Ty Conti and Jade Cargill, it means this was a disappointment because these two women can do better. Are better than that. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, Watch this. And it's just that I think they don't have the chemistry. I I think I think they They do. do. It's It's just just, she was injured. I think this is a tough spot because you they're the next match after the 26 minute dog collar. They were in the cool down spot. And the match coming up is also these next. How this is the sad part. Ready, this match here is the calm down, the cool down spot because of the three matches after. We thought the second to last was the cool down. No, boy, were we we fucking fucking wrong. wrong. Turns out the main event was cool down. (laughs) Yeah. So let's go to the next one. Uh, Next match: John Moxley defeating Brian Danielson in a singles match. Twenty-one minutes and five seconds. Brian Danielson had him in a in a submission. And what they did was do the Bret Hart, Roddy Piper, WrestleMania 8, but on the mat, yep. where Moxley kind of propels himself backwards and ends up pinning Danielson's shoulders to the mat, although one of the shoulders wasn't completely down. Yep. Uh, and then uh, and then my favorite moment in maybe the year of wrestling happened. First of all, Moxley, true to his form, he goes for a handshake. Brian Danielson just, like, attacks him. Punches him in the face. They're fighting. They're fighting. They're like two spoiled kids fighting over the last scoop of ice cream. And then Big Daddy Regal comes down the ramp. Uh, William. William. Yeah, Regal. William Regal comes down the ramp. The place loses it. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect that big of a pop for my second favorite wrestler of all time. I gotta be honest, I did. <sighs> for that, I, I did. I, I should have. I, I, I should have. I, yes, yeah. I, I'm in the middle. I, I thought I was going to get a decent pop, but not as loud as it was. I mean, there was a regal chant, uh, deafening regal chant, as I was uh, as happy as I could be, goosebumps all over the place, because my second favorite wrestler of all time is in the place I like to watch. Yep. Not going to be fucking taking advantage anymore in that fucking nope. company. And he comes out, and he uh, slaps the shit out of Moxley's face. I love that Danielson laughs like he's the good kid getting away with it. And then he slaps the shit out of Danielson. Somebody just posted a photo that they drew of Moxley and uh, the oversized shirt. Danielson in an oversized shirt say, and with Regal behind them saying, like, this is our dad's get-together T-shirt yeah. or something. Like, this is our get-along T-shirt. Get-along T-shirt. It's got angry Regal looking down at him. They're both bloody. Um, um, I love this. And the thought... Of them being a team with him as the fucking mouthpiece and the manager, like they need a mouthpiece. They don't need a mouthpiece, but but anytime Regal's on my TV screen, I'm not gonna bitch. I so oh yes, please. or 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 Regal is the manager of the faction of that, the faction that they're gonna create. Yeah, a faction of shooters, theoretically taught by Regal. Like no one can stay undefeated forever, so I get that. Just a weird way to get his first loss. Yeah, I th- that's a little underwhelming. Well, second loss, second loss. Page, Page, in the title match. That's but, true. But like, I was not expecting Moxley to win. I will. I thought Danielson was going to win because Moxley didn't need to win. You know what I mean? He doesn't need to win really. He's sort of bulletproof yeah. at this point. My second question is, how happy is Danielson right now? 
Oh, you saw it on his face. How Regal, fucking happy. Then Regal is there. Did somebody tell him that Regal was going to be there? Because he looked <laughs> fucking giddy, dude. Yeah. Uh, I was giddy. I'll admit it. Holy shit. Uh, Mike, one of my current favorite... one for you? Is it Macho? It's Sean. It's Sean. But, it's, but that's slipping. I'll be honest with you. He'll never leave my top ten, but his, his grasp on one, the more these guys have great matches... Like, Regal's pretty much supplanted at number two. And what he did to Dax. Mm. Yeah. Well, Sean being Sean. Sean old being a dick. Old, old <laughs> habits die hard. Brett was right. Can't deny it. Brett's moving up on your list. Yeah, Brett's moving up big time on my list. I'm frustrated as the goddamn word for it. <laughs> Who did that? Uh, you know who's, you know, actually, you know who's jumping on my list? Like, he, he's always been high on Ray my Mysterio? list. Buyoka? No, Danielson. No, Dan- for me too. Yeah. Like, from just outside my top ten... Like he's always been like in the eleven to fifteen range for me from for twenty years. Yeah, he might be in my top five now at this you point. You know, Joe, we might have to do a a, a favorite a top ten list redo. Yeah, we might have to do a redo, a redo of the top of 10. our top tens because yeah. it's changed a lot. Sean yeah. is not a guaranteed number one for me at all. Might, might have to here. do a redo and uh, redo part de part de. Danielson's going to be in that top five now with Savage and Regal and Eddie. Spoilers, dog. They were there to begin with. <laughs> you gotta tune in to find out what the new list is. That's true. Who loses? Who loses? Who, who loses out? Who, who loses out? It yeah. could be Sean. Who, who knows? gets voted off the island? I, I, we, 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 let's work uh, off air. Let's work yeah. on this. Um, overall, I'll be honest. This was my match of the night, but I'm still thinking yeah. about it. But hear me out. It was my match of the night <laughs> until, until the next one. <laughs> until the next one. Yeah. Um, but once again, bloodbath between these two. They guaranteed blood. I know what you're going to say, and you're not wrong. Go ahead. I doubt it. Uh, right. Like what you said last night, they didn't need blood uh, because Punk and... Because, Love it. Um, yeah. I wasn't, but yeah, that yeah. makes sense. What yeah. did you say? I did say that. Uh, what, sorry, uh, what did you give this? I gave it four and a quarter. I really enjoyed this. This is violent. I love I love violence and wrestling, yep. goddammit. So these two I knew would deliver. It's not my match of the night. Punk and MJF's my match of the I night. I was going to say, that's mine. Uh, but yeah. this is not far behind at all. Uh, and then we'll talk going forward. Um, but loved it. And then my man, Mr. Regal, showing up, getting love from everywhere on Twitter, by the way. Yeah. Both companies. People are just so happy for yep. him. You know what I mean? It's, oh. Well, if he didn't end up here, he might have had to go back to England, too. Like That's like, true. Cause I knew Con would sign him just for that. Like, he mean, wasn't going to let him. Like, uh, quick thing, Josh Alexander re-signed with Impact. So he... Good for him. Nice. Multi-year contract. Only me and Zen were talking about that before you guys came back yeah. yesterday. And she's like, how do you feel about that? I'm like, I, I like it for him. He's good enough to compete with the very best in AEW. Yeah. But why be one of 100 when you could be the top guy there? Yeah, if you're the one money. of one there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I like it for him. My, Moxley and Danielson is my match of the night just because of the brutality. Like, I, it's that violence that you're talking about. I, I enjoyed, I, I'll be honest, I enjoyed the punk. MJF match. I just, I don't know why. I, I was just more fascinated in this Danielson Mox match because this is their first match together out of WWE. As Corey, uh, as Miss Rubel was talking about, like, who has, like, and I think, I don't think they ever had a one on one in WWE. They had the tri- uh, they? triple threat. They had the six man. Yeah, but never the one on one. Team Hell No versus yeah, no, yeah, no, no, one on one. But it's like the fact of, who in AEW have these guys wrestled that was part of WWE? And it's like Miro was like number one, Brody Lee for Moxley. And Danielson, I'm sure. First. Yeah, he I'm, feuded with the Wyatt, so he wrestled Brody Lee. No, no, no. No, no. In, oh, yeah, in AEW. AEW yeah. In AEW. Miro, Brody Lee, um, 
so I was more intrigued in this match to see the difference it would be between the two and the fighting styles they would do. And it was just brutal on both ends. Speaking... I'm, sort of. I halfway agree with you. I don't consider Moxley violent. I know he thinks he's violent. That's his gimmick. He's oh, no, not it violent. Was, it was Danielson. It was he the brutal. He works <laughs> everything, and his punches and kicks look fucking terrible. <laughs> Danielson, Danielson will kick your fucking head off. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying, the violence part. Uh, I, I love this just because, like I told you guys, for me personally, watching Danielson every time he comes out to me is like watching Flair in the late 80s, like watching Eddie in the early 2000s. Like I just get a certain feeling that you're watching greatness as it happens. And so anytime he comes out, I'm glued, and I love it. So, yeah, great match. So then our next match, we thought it was going to be a cool-down period for us. <laughs> as, I forgot, as I forgot that it was a, it was a six-man tornado <laughs> tag match, as it was Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting defeating AHFO Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. 13 minutes and 20 seconds, and... How long did they be in the mat in that ring for that thirteen minutes? Like two minutes? I'll just say that nobody took three seconds. Nobody took their feet off the gas for thirteen minutes. Uh, When it started, (laughs) was it Guevara? Uh, Darby, Darby, Darby Darby just shot himself out there, and he just who was he? Who did he brought? Andrade, Andrade. They just and then Andrade like Andrade got his. This was Andrade's best fucking match in AEW. Where is this Andrade? We need this Andrade. He was vicious. Jesus he was Christ. Brutal. I need I need honestly I need Darby Andrade this yes. for about a month. Right. Yeah. Is what I need. I need Andrade as far away from Jose and Matt Hardy and, and, and Ho, do you see Jose? Yeah, give me Darby. He uh, wants Darby for that. Fuck off. Well, it's a joke because of the uh the Tope Suicida into the trash give can. Give me all of this Andrade. This match was fucking crazy. Uh, Sting, someone joked on Twitter, Sting is legitimately like a step and a half from facing Alex Cologne at Deathmatch. <laughs> so we had the high spot that in 2022. We have Andrade being Andrade, who we want. We had the Spanish fly off the stage, supposed to be through two tables with Isaiah and Sammy. nuts, and so is Isaiah. And uh, they miss one, but they go through the other. And look well, like Sammy's head didn't miss. Yeah. <laughs> and well, Sting's didn't either. <laughs> and in all fairness, uh, in a match that had a 62 year old Sting, yep. Matt Hardy was the slow old guy who couldn't move. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Makes sense. Yep. As Sting, <laughs> so they're fighting in the crowd. Butch and the Blade show up. All hell's mass hysteria is going. They built the table like, three... like Royal Rumble 2000. Yep. yep. Madison Square Garden. Jeff yep. Hardy with the car. There was like three and two, and we're like, "Oh, Sam is going to take this." Sam crazy is taking bump. the bump, or not Sam? Uh, uh, Darby. Darby. There was Darby because Darby. they did a good job of psyching us out. Because at first, Darby and Matt are yes, fighting, they're fighting on right the there. table, right by that. They start climbing. And um, no, no, it was Matt. It was Matt, it was Matt and, and Sting, Sting, Darby and Andrade. They're above. Yeah. They're above. Yep. And at first, I was like, "They're not going to do anything with those two. And then I see Darby, and I'm like, "Oh, they they use Sting as a decoy. Yeah. Genius. No, Sting's decoy was Darby." <laughs> Because Sting gets up there, looks at the crowd, and goes, "Well, you only live once." Yolo. And fucking yeets it off the fucking. And, he got air. And jumped. He, he didn't jumped. fall. He jumped. <laughs> he jumped. He broke one table with his head, and then Andrade and him went through everything else. Andrade took all of that, dude. I mean, he just. <laughs> oh my god. He just don't care, man. This. Room popped. Yeah. This room popped hard. I was like, I love this sting, but this sting couldn't have known this was as the little database. As the little data database, 
Sting's overrated in AEW. After that spot, gotta give it up yep, to him. Gotta give it up to him. Hi, hi, gotta clap. Old flippity flop over there. <laughs> but overall, it was a good match. Uh, botch ending because Matt Hardy decided to get closer by going further away. He decided to not take the finish. Yeah, Darby coffee drop air and then got the pin. Thank but, you, Matt Hardy. Thanks, Matt. But thanks it was chaos. Do you think Jeff watched that match and was like, God, I'm going to have to work by myself for like a year? So... Yep. <laughs> Who broaches the idea of that uh, spot for Sting? I don't think it's Sting. No, it's definitely not Sting going, let me jump. Sting, I, think, they, I think probably Darby. And how hard of a conversation do you think it was? Because Sting is not... Sting, correctly, is a little protective of his persona. He should be. Yes, he is. That's, uh, that's a tough spot for a 62-year-old man I, to do. That's I tough. Caught, I caught the uh, media scrum yeah. after, and he was... he like and That was the, when I turned it on. He was in, and he was just... And I love it. Yeah, he, face paint. I was wearing sunglasses. Face paint. <laughs> All the same from the beat five thousand yeah. usually, and he's just basically going, you know, I'm just trying to do what's I'm trying to do what's best for me, and I wanted to do the spot, and if the spot and it worked out, and he and he and then someone asked like, and he goes, uh, if people don't like me being on their TV, change the channel. Yeah, he's got the right idea. The th- it's how I watch Raw. I don't. So. The thing I love about Sting. <laughs> I've always been a Sting fan. Yep. I, I fuck Warrior. I was always a Sting guy from the age of eight on. But you knew. Yeah. But you knew that he was in this as a business. He was Goldberg. Yeah. However. He's so much better than Goldberg. But unlike Goldberg, Sting legitimately grew to love the business. Yeah. He appreciates it. That's why he stayed around. He's a multi, multi-millionaire. He didn't need all those contracts from Dixie Carter. He doesn't need this one. And he... He kept signing one-year deals because he yeah. was like, "Okay, this is my last one." And they would back back the truck up. He was like, "I mean, if you're going to give it to me, I mean, Jesus." I mean, you're not you're dumb to turn away from the money, <laughs> right. but at the same time, if you don't like it, you don't got to do it. He he genuinely loves what it's done for him, and he. I think I think he likes to be around the young people because I think it, he, he feels a little invigorated. Well, I right? think I think being around Darby is why he was like, "I can, I can do this spot." It's he because fi- Darby is better than him, but Darby is a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of surfer staying energy in Darby. Darby is fucking psycho. Dude. Yeah, it's Holy it's that shit. crazy thing to see too that Darby also uh, that Sting travels with Darby because there was there was a uh, one of the <laughs> well, I mean there's no hint of there's no there's no problem with drugs and alcohol. <laughs> one, one of the shows You're safe there. <laughs> one of the shows they were leaving and a traffic jam. So Darby got on like his like social media like Instagram or whatever and it filmed him and. Uh, Sting because they noticed the car's license plate was like AE dub. So nice. they just ran up to the guy and they're like, What's up? And like Sting does like the two, you know, point <laughs> yeah. at them and then they run back to the car. Jesus. That's awesome. Although, if you're like late at night, you see those two just look like Sting and Darby right at you, I'm going to go and hit the gas real quick. <laughs> yeah. I'm locking those fucking doors, Doc. Nope. Like not, all the juggalos are here. Not doing that. Also, yeah, I love Sting's uh, juggalo faceplate. Yeah. Like, good I, look. Good look. I love Sting in AEW. He stopped dyeing his hair, so it's a little weird. Yeah. I love it. Give me all the sting. I, yeah, just love it. Can't say enough. Love Sammy. Sammy's a star. Yep. Dude. He just. Eventually, like maybe two years down the road, if we get, or when we get, Sammy versus MJF, holy <sighs> shit, dude. Right. That's going to be awesome. But we th- they can continually go back to Sammy Darby. Like we said, we thought this was the cool down. Yeah, the cool down match is next. Um, Turns out. <laughs> 
I liked it more than you did. But I liked it was good, but I mean, it wasn't that. It's exactly what I told Zen it would be. Yeah. On a card that's just loaded, it's going to be a damn fine match, but it's not going to compare. And I was right. As it is Hangman Adam Page defeating Adam Cole for the AEW World Championship. 25 minutes and 45 seconds. So, real quickly before we get to the the in-ring matters, uh, JR got punked during this match by yes, Excalibur. Did. did you see that? Uh, he goes, what's the difference between a Liger bomb and a power bomb? Like, all serious. And then Excalibur's like, well, JR, with one of them, you sit down, and the other power bomb, you, you, you do it standing. And he goes, JR goes, yeah, I know. I just want to see if you were on your A game, Excalibur. Uh-huh. Uh, Excalibur owned him. He, he might as well have pulled down his pants. See his robe here? Yeah. But yeah. The, but uh, but then, you know, Jared's rattled, too, because then he brings up, like, the, is that a new belt? And it's like, no. <laughs> that, oh, it's a new polish. Tony's like, no. No. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Same belt. Like, Tony didn't even, like, no chill. No. Because Tony didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. If Tony got fired tomorrow, he'd be like, cool, thanks, guys. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my podcast that makes a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't care. Um, I enjoyed the match. I really, uh, it was a good match, I think. It helps Hangman. Like, I didn't agree with a lot of the booking yep. decisions tonight. This one was perfect. On the side. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, this is perfect. I mean, Adam Cole definitely should have lost here. He wasn't, like, he didn't really earn the title shot anyway, so it makes sense that he would lose. Yeah, no, it's too early for Cole, and Pages are still building, and they're doing mm-hmm. a good job. It's a slow but sure. It takes balls. This isn't done too often. It takes balls to build a champ through the rain. It, Usually you wait till the guy's over enough, then you give it to him. That's the Drew thing. This is tricky. And and we talked about it watching the show. I know Adam Cole's a heel. That fucking crowd loves him, dude. Yeah. That crowd was so split I, on those it, two. And I it's think, crazy. And I think it was funny that God, the crowd was just so chant, bad. let's go Adam. Let's you go know, like, They don't know who they're going to root for. You know? Let's go like, Adam. Basically, like, um, let's go, like, they're like, uh, okay. let's go, like, uh, Adam. There was a lot of that, but there was like. And hey, Vince, did you notice that there were two guys with the same name in the ring and the and crowd then, and that, was able I, to keep them apart? I did see a tweet of like, well, maybe why, that's why Dodery changes the name because that, you know, kind of oh. overtakes the. Goddamn goosebumps. You know, it's just like, no, you're dumb. It's fine that. There's two Adams. Um, there was like hangman shit and Adam, like, let's go hangman, let's go Adam. You know, it's just like. For, and second of all, like, I know that maybe this doesn't mean a lot to some people, but I get more and more admiration for Hangman Page every time he's around just because he's, he's a good dude. Uh, from the Kane tweets that he totally owned him on to the wearing the, uh, the rainbow flag on his gear, mm-hmm. especially in Florida from the. During the height of "Don't Say Gay," are you kidding me? The uh, you know the only thing that I, it doesn't work for me with Adam Page what? is his music. I just I don't get oh, hyped see, for the music. I like the music, I like it. I, but it's grown on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it at first, but you it has like, grown. You on just me. have to listen to it like a hundred times, and you were like, "No, I'm <laughs> kidding." Yeah, I'm I listen kidding. to it in the headphones, and I'm like, "Stockholm Syndrome is real." Uh, it, <laughs> is. <laughs> it is, and it's because like, I love it. And I'm ready to go when I hear it. I'm like, "Oh yeah." Like, mm-hmm. like MJF's mm-hmm. music isn't hype either, but I love it. Fits him perfectly. It just. It doesn't feel like a world championship music to me. <laughs> Calm down there, Corey. Oh. I'll, change, I'll go back to the, you know the pre-show matches. Um, I I didn't like the I I did not like the theme music as well. But the it's grown on me like Corey has. He's what? grown on me pretty hard too. Thank you. Um, but the uh, thank you very much. Uh, but the oh. 
the idea that people pop when that dun dun dun, dun like the the music begins. Yeah. I didn't knew it. He knew it was up. <laughs> he knew exactly what was up. <laughs> but overall, I liked it. Corey, what did you give it? Four. Flat four. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it really got there in the end. And I, Max trying so hard not to mark out right there in their corner. <laughs> He's like, oh, what the fuck am I watching? It's God see, damn it. It's, it was like this. I think if Hangman and Adam Cole was on a different pay-per-view. It'd be remembered a little it'd more. It'd be remembered they a little didn't, more. They didn't get to where they could go, the two of them. But it was a good match. But And so I agree with you. And uh, I will say, though. That does, since even though you said that you still gave it a four, wait till they get the time they the time. get, yeah. yeah, and they it is about them. They're gonna fuck they're, they're gonna get a five star match because they're both too good. Is what's gonna happen? It's yeah. gonna be five star match. Look, leading into this, but it's coming, don't baby. Leading into this pay per view, <laughs> they did more storyline telling for Kingston and Jericho, yeah, Punk and MJF, Moxley and Danielson. And like the face of the Revolution Tournament, I think it was a smart move because sometimes you just instinctively know as the Booker, look, this is our title match, but there's a certain match that's going to overtake everything. We don't have to put full gas into this one. We have to get it just just to where it's ready. And 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 here's and the th- and here's the thing too. They played it off too of Hangman shaking Cole's hand at the end. It's just it's just like the what we talked about with the Punk MGF. It'll come back. It'll come back around. By the way, fun little factoid about this match. Uh, Adam Cole is 32. Yep. Adam Page is 30. They main evented for the title in this pay-per-view. On WrestleMania, they would be the uh, youngest people on the card. The only people younger, Dominic and Austin Theory. Jesus Christ almighty. Yep. They'd be the second youngest people. You know what I was thinking about? Card. So all those ratings you said. So the worst match was... The two uh, women's got two and three quarters. So... I think those were higher than any match at the Elimination Chamber. Almost. I think I gave I think the, the men's men... Elimination Chamber three and a quarter. That's ridiculous. And most of that's for Austin Theory taking the... A dangerous a F5. A dangerous F5 yep. off the top of a fucking... Oh, yeah. No, this pay-per-view smoked anything they've oh, done, including the Rumble. God. And it's going to destroy Mania. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I, dude, I cannot... I mean, we're going to watch it because, you know, yeah, cause it's we're going to entertain. That's what we do. We bring <laughs> you the hot takes. I can't. Maybe this will explain it. I haven't felt this this dreaded about a WrestleMania since thirty two. And they're giving us two nights, baby. And, two and, nights of WrestleMania thirty two. Corey, excited. And I gotta be honest, thirty two's <laughs> card was way better than anything they've got on this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not even close. Yeah. So um, I'm scared. <laughs> as you should be. But this is a fucking fun night, man. It oh, was great. So it was. It's those Look things. How much w- better it is when it's just once per quarter. Oh right? my god, dude! We have so much fun. Li- like, because you look forward to the pay per views. It's and they you know, build. it's not. It's n- they build. It's like we made the joke of when we marked out no sell last week. We spent an hour, an hour marking out these matches. We just spent over an hour breaking it down, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we, it's we're we're go- going in on two right now. Yeah, yeah, we we've spent over an hour breaking down this match. We're well, almost halfway go, to the experience know, this week. We try, we try <laughs> to, there. we try to do the, we try to do as much as we can for the WWE product. But the thing I, is, they're not giving it to us. I'll promise the people listening this: I trash WWE, 
But I promise you, when we do the markdown no sell for WrestleMania 32, I will I will honestly give you everything I have on it. I won't say ah fuck that or that sound. I might say that sounds hor- horrendous, but I'll tell you why. Yeah, I will give you yeah. everything I have. And I won't half ass it. Yeah, so we're not gonna half ass it. I'll bring this up because we talked about this off air last week. We'll be a little better about previewing the pay per views. Yes, we're, we'll be a little better about. It. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, some of these were like, and I mean. It's their fucking fault. Their shit sucks, it's, and nobody wants to talk about it. But we will be better. We as no entertainment. We don't. Yeah, we try to watch everything as much as we can. But when WWE gives us what they give us, because if you want to listen to a bad podcast, go listen to Corey Graves. Oh God, this or, shit's this shit's good. Go, here. No, go watch his YouTube show. No, don't. thank you. I'm good. Oh, no. Okay, is she topless at any point? That might get me to pop in. Yeah, there. No. It's. I don't know. Yes. Because if no, I but it's have YouTube, no so it's blurred. She's yeah. meteorically hot, and you can't teach that. Um, You're not wrong. But you know what you can teach is uh, I mean, controlling no. your narrative. <laughs> what? Can this be the only time we talk about this? Yes. Well, I mean, guys, network TV is imminent. <laughs> what kind of they pro wrestling network? TV? They did sign to something. Pro yeah. wrestling TV. It's going to start in... April and has a whole 13 followers on one of the social media things. Yep. Yep. So what is uh, control your narrative? Horseshit. I mean, sorry. What is it? It's EC3 and Braun Strowman. Carrying uh, Cross. No, no. Those are two that own it. Oh. Yeah, oh, gross. Yeah, Braun went into, he actually went in and bought some of it from AC3. Mm. So they own it. And it's their idea of doing the fight club with pro wrestling theatrics. So um, it's Raw Underground. Raw, yeah. Yeah, yeah Raw Underground. Um, it's just dirty and filthy and it makes me, it's all the people I don't want to watch in one place. So in that instance, I'm glad it exists. Austin Aries. I can avoid everybody in one fell swoop, but at the same time, it's icky. And I want to take a shower after like hearing about it. Oh, like, uh, the winner of the match and they control their, no, they don't even yeah. say winner of the uh, match. They, they just say, no, they say like kill Austin cross. Aries controlled his narrative. Gross. It's and it's stupid. a standing room only. As the yeah. person who was live tweeting the event was like, I'm five rows deep and I can't see shit. That's not good. Yeah, either. they don't have chairs. Yeah. Well, the, fucking pussies. Marks. And then I think Corey was saying that they have a. A rant room. Uh, yeah, three minute rant. Yeah, what, they have a. Yeah, explain this to the people, Corey. To, to the people. So it's a genius idea in theory. Possibly. You, well, no, because you have a lot of people on there that people hate. Yep. So you're trying to get money from them. So, yeah, to have them pay 20, 30 bucks. I don't know the price. I don't so care. That's about right. To uh, go into a, like a virtual room, like where you're face to face with Austin Aries, and you can just rant at him for three minutes. He doesn't say a word. He's not allowed to leave. He's not allowed to, to rebut. You can just unleash on him for three minutes, and then you're done. I just want to get vaccinated on screen <laughs> while I'm talking to him. Yeah, right. Uh, awesome. Wearing a mask, getting a vaccine shot. Oh, that's so Suck good. it, Austin Aries. You ain't shit, bitch. What happened with that promise ring? She, I noticed she went and married a real man. <laughs> she traded up Austin Aries to Malachi Black. So there's that. But still, yeah, fuck dude, you. Fuck this company, dude. Jesus. I mean, we talked about it. The only thing they're missing is fucking Enzo. He'll be there. He'll be there. I mean, yeah, we're probably the world fucking champion. If you're talking about a company and a wrestler that seem fucking just meant to be together, Jesus Christ, dude. it's Enzo and this fucking shit. It's a be- it's, it's like a Can't a squirrel that. and a nut. You gotta. Yeah. He's, he's gonna find that. They're gonna be together. Um, so fuck that. Person. So we have that. But the one thing you can control. Oh goddamn it! He's getting good. Is the votes? He's getting good. 
as No Cell Entertainment is doing a little bracket. That's right. What are we doing? We're doing the greatest WrestleManias of all time, as voted on by you, No Cell Nation. Last week, we had the third matchup of the first round, or quarterfinals, I guess. We pitted WrestleMania 3 versus WrestleMania 31, and in a hotly contested, surprisingly hotly contested matchup, came down to the last vote. Your winner with 51% WrestleMania 3. I'm so happy. I did not think it would win. I thought recency bias would totally favor 31. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad I was wrong. Um, this is the one I was most passionate about. So, yep. I mean, I'm stoked 3-1. I won't no. lie. I checked it like a week ago, like when, it, like a couple days after it yep. got posted. And it was like... A 31 was running away. Yeah, it was running away. So, I'm, I'm going to do this to be this last week. Dennis, all us old people voted. I'm going to start with Corey, because who did you vote for and why? <laughs> WrestleMania 3. Is, it's my all-time holy grail WrestleMania. Yep. It's the one I go to all the time. I just had it on the other night. A lot of the times when I just need background noise, when I'm doing something cleaning or something mm-hmm. else... I'll put the WrestleMania 3 on. There it is. Because the soundtrack, just just Gorilla and Jesse talking, is like, it's so comforting to me. Yep. I've watched that one so many times. And I'm, I know in my life, I'll watch it 100 more. Yep. It's my go-to. It always will be. I still get goosebumps to this day. I get goosebumps whenever Hogan and Andre are in the ring, <sighs> staring at each other with the flash bulbs going crazy. The irresistible force meets the, the immovable, immovable object. object. I, I get goosebumps every time. Uh, now, if you don't mind, Joe, yes. this will be important for you in a minute. I will go next. Yes. And I think probably in a shocker for you guys, I also voted for WrestleMania 3. That does shock me. And I have a hot take for you guys. Yes. I think WrestleMania 31 sucks. Really? I don't like it. Uh, I actually think that Seth Rollins coming out ruins that great match. I don't disagree with that. I actually hate that a lot. I don't disagree with you there because I I love that I mean, we all I call it the best main event I've ever seen in WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. I loved Roman that match. and Brock is so good. When Seth comes, I'm like, well, this sucks. Now I don't give a fuck about Seth. This sucks. I enjoyed at the time. I enjoyed the shock of it because I didn't expect it. Yeah, very rarely does that company shock me. It's one of those like quote unquote WrestleMania moments. But it at is the same, one of them. But, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I would have just rather you. Uh, I want to see Brock win. Ruined a good match to give yeah. us that moment though, and that title reign. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, I uh, I voted for three, which and, is shocking uh, because I famously am anti eighties, very low on that <laughs> savage team yeah, vote match. The only match that ever anybody talks about work rate wise on there, you're very low on. It's so boring, and uh, God, that match is so boring. And like, and the more I watch thirty, or I don't watch thirty one, but the more I be, as we as we go beyond two thousand fifteen, I get more and more upset at the Triple H Sting match. So that's the only thing I was gonna bring up. I am, as a lifelong Sting fan, I've, I mean, I lived in Georgia. I watched Surfer Sting wrestle on WCW Saturday night countless times. Like, I've seen this dude my entire life. Fucking love Sting. Dude, they did you dirty. already won the war. Sting looks better now than he did, did then. You yep. already won the war. There was no reason to beat him. Secondly, if you had to beat him, give us the taker match. At least it right? makes sense that Taker yeah. beats him then. Just let Taker beat him. It's then we the get the fucking Taker Sting match. You fuck more. Oh my God. It makes me so fucking angry. Well, because angry. It, oh famously, Undertaker didn't easy, want the match. Easy, bro. I'm so angry at that fucking match. Undertaker didn't want the match because, as he said, it's at least 10 years too late. Correct. 
But he so was terrorizing and sting. Yeah. So, but you he know. didn't even want to do it because uh, it would it would uh, not live up to his standards. He wanted so, to promote the young what guy. What's to do that that WrestleMania? A terrible match with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, should have wrestled Sting. Dumb nuts. It would have been better. Yeah. Sting. And then you could have beat him, and it would have been fine. You forgot something. Take Sting's a legend. You know what that means? They go in the big matches. They show up for those. Like last night. <laughs> You know, hey, whatever. Because, like, there's nothing, like, work weight wrong with Sting Triple H. The match itself is fine. The match was the fine until, until it went into Bizarro Land and DX <laughs> of the NWO came out. And all of a sudden it turned into, it started with. Nash maybe tearing his quad. It started with, why, are these, yeah. why are these two guys feuding anyway? Yeah. And then halfway through the match, it's like, oh, because Vince can't let go of the Monday Night Wars. Why That's is why the NWO sticking up for Sting? That should what the shit is this? They should have attacked Sting and went with Triple H, and then in a weirdest like they did DX should have gone with Sting or something like that. He used to do the crotch chop. Like what is happening? Yeah, he used to do it all the fucking time. Yeah, uh, like, I got two words for you. Yeah, this fucking bros. He could he could have just went like this to Triple H, and then like that's the, the de- signal. And then the outlaws come in and just beat the shit out of Triple H. Yeah, that's the version of his eyebrow with the rocket for yeah. He just gives him the crotch chop. And then the NWO's confused. They just start attacking Sting. Yeah. Like, all would have been right with the dude, world. It's a fuck WrestleMania 31, dude. So, yeah, they're at 1-1. One, one, now, so. that is important, however. Joseph, yeah. who did you vote for? Why is that so important? Uh, I picked WrestleMania 3. And it was important because uh, it was the deciding it vote. It was. Why 3? I wanted to see the world burn. God damn it. Do you personally think the 31 was better than 3? No. Okay. I pers- I like three. I yeah. personally think three is better than thirty-one. I just picked thirty uh picked three because I'm like, if three can get this much traction against thirty-one. What's it gonna do next time? What do we do next time? The, the more the more the idea of what happens next with Which three. leads us to it's weird. Hold on a second. It's weird that WrestleMania three is somehow the Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, right? It really like, is. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking like <laughs> It's only objectively the most speaking, WrestleMania, match WrestleMania ever. one is the most important one because if it yes. doesn't work, yeah. none of this works. That's true. WrestleMania three is the most important WrestleMania. WrestleMania three is why it's there's so crazy. It's, it's why, why it's there in stadiums is, now, right? Yep. It's, it's why it's as big as it is. It's crazy to me. But having said that, so that does move on. Our last matchup in the first round, we have WrestleMania seventeen versus WrestleMania twenty two. Corey. Yeah. Go ahead and break down these cards for us. Gladly. WrestleMania X7 <laughs> from the Astrodome. Yeah. And uh, what can you say about WrestleMania 17? It's the most famous. Well, not the most famous, but it's the most. It's the highest grossing? It's, it was, but it was, each so. year breaks it now. So uh, it's universally regarded as the best WrestleMania of all time. Yep. If you're listening to just any wrestling fan, 17. Hard to argue with them. Very hard to argue with them. It's a great mania. April 1st, Astrodome. Uh, one of my favorite running bits started on this one, and I'm counting on Cheeky Baby to, to address it here. Ooh. During the uh, gimmick Battle Royal, yep, Bobby yep. Heenan famously said on, on the entrances, it's taking Iron Sheik so long to get down here, he won't get there till WrestleMania 38. Ball's in your court, Cheeky Baby. <laughs> Come on, Cheeky. <laughs> Show up. But no, this has, I mean, from top to bottom, it's got a painfully stiff Jericho Regal Intercontinental title match to start the night. I mean Jesus. <laughs> it's dude. Stiff as hell. I mean Jesus. 
And then you have a very fun, quick RTC, Taz, and APA match. But then you have my guilty pleasure of the night. I'm not saying it's the best match. It's yeah. not. But it's my favorite. Raven, Big Show, and Kane in a three-way oh, that's, hardcore that's match. that's a fun one. That goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite match of the yeah. night. Um, and then you have Eddie and Test for the European title. <laughs> Perry Saturn looking like a mix between uh, Tori Wilson and Hollywood Hogan. I'll just leave that there. And uh, wait till we go and review it. And I'll say in about six months, six guys, months. you hear us talk about it in detail on the Monday Night War Stories. Yeah. Pay-per-view War Kurt Stories. Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit, which had everybody like just I going, mean, what the hell at the time? And they would, this is like the worst of their matches. Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, and then you get the, the the cream of the crop while you're there. You get McMahon versus McMahon with McFoley as referee. whole. Comatose Linda, Trish, uh, Stephanie with crimped hair. There is so much happening in that match. And Shane. If, if you haven't seen it in a long time, I implore you to go watch to the ending of that match. When Linda stands up, you fucking think Hogan slammed Andre. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. After dude. As of last night, I'll call it a regal pop. Holy <laughs> like, fuck, dude. That crowd uh, loses it. She, yeah, she just stands up in there. It's like, <sighs> Oh, my God. Vince and selling Vince's, it Vince's so facials, perfectly, dude. His facials before he turns around are even better than when he turns around. He's like. Because he hears the crowd and he's like. What, what happened? They, what? And then he turns around. And then oh. the, the patented thing that Vince does better than anybody, the gulp. The gulp. The, gulp. Yep. the, the insane, sick TLC2 match. The Hardys, the Dudleys, Edge and I Christian. Mean. Only this time added because they each have a, uh, a person in the corner. You got your Lita, you got your Rhino, and you got your Spike Dudley. You have uh, China and... Uh, Ivory. And that no, was China and... Ivory? Ivory? Yeah, she goes over. Because it was the main... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't remember if they wrestled both Rumble and WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And China's swan song. I mean, she still makes a couple appearances, but this is about it. Yeah. Then you have Triple H and Undertaker, who knew was the first of three Mania matches for these guys. The worst one of those, of those two? <laughs> it is, but it's still good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. And then the main event, uh, two of three uh, at WrestleMania, The Rock and Austin with... Uh, again, Austin, the glass breaks and the, Houston, the Astrodome explodes. Um, this is the best main match. match. I mean, um, it's, yeah, it's so good. Well, their best match, period. But I mean, you always talk about the trilogy. It's, it's the best. Well, one. we have that, and then also, um, and then what's the other back? Uh, not backlash. Backlash ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is better than fifteen. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, and then you end the night with Vince McMahon flushing billions of dollars down the toilet. Yep, yep. you do. So there you go. WrestleMania 17. Whole lot of fun. Uh, so I will say, because we just, we sort of touched on it briefly, but uh, I fucking love that gimmick battle royal, dude. It's just so seeing fun. saw all those old people. And I just I love hearing like Cornette and Bruce talk about it. Like they stayed away from each other and we, we just, we're just punching each other in the corner. Yeah, we just went in the corner and punched each other and <laughs> yeah. you know, good brother ourselves. Dude, good brother. So good, dude. I love that battle royal. It's, it's so fun. Cause you're like, like I don't want to do it ever. I would love to see him do it again. Just like who, you, like who they can bring out now. You needed something like that to break up. This loaded card, and it worked perfectly. God, it was so good, dude. Now, that's regarded as the best of all time. WrestleMania 22 is kind of weird. It's sneaky. It's got a dark horse reputation. It's sneaky. People don't think of it fondly, but but then when you tell them all the matches, they're like, oh, I love that, I love that, I love right. that, I love that. So you've got, first of all, it's so not... 2006. Six. It's the Rosemont Horizon. Oh, the Allstate Arena. I think it was still the Rosemont. I think it's the Rosemont. I think so. Um, Same place as uh, 13? Yeah. Yep. 
It's weird and WrestleMania too. And too, that's right. It's weird because Vince never does this, but there's pictures of the talent, the banners of the talent all around the ring. That's not, he never did that. Yeah. It's got a really fun tag match to open up with uh, Carlito and Chris Masters defending against Kane and Big Show. That was a weird, fun team. I yeah. don't know why it worked so well, right? but it worked so well. Then you have uh, Money in the Bank. You got, from Raw, Rob Van Dam, Ric Flair, and Shelton Benjamin. Yep. And from SmackDown, you got uh, Finley, Matt Hardy, and Bobby Lashley. And you look at it, and you go, this doesn't have the star power of the first one the year before. And it didn't. But it was really fun. Really well done. And the right guy won an RVD. Then you have, what was third? I want to say that was Foley and... Edge yeah. might have been third. Yeah, the fire spot. Yeah. Just, he speared him through a table that was on fire. Like, that shit is nuts, dude. Which is one of the best WrestleMania matches. Yeah. Uh, it's and That it's, spot is just insane. Foley finally gets his mania moment, which yep. he deserves. Edge is solidified as a dude. I mean, he sort of was there, I believe, that pay-per-view in January. Was it New Year's um, Revolution? Where he wins the title. But here's, I mean, cemented. Yeah, the, this is like, he's here to stay. That's yeah. the second match after the... Money in Bank. What is the first? Uh, the next match after Benoit that. Benoit and JBL. Yep. It's the U.S. title. I mean. It's not bad. It's, it's not bad at all. Yeah, it's diff. Um, there's a Playboy something or other kind of fucking match. I didn't, that's, I that's, the, that's the 11th match. I'm just, I'm not trying to go in order at this point. I'm yeah. trying. It's been a long time since I watched 22. I need to go back and watch it. It's a good all show. Right, Joe, what's next? Uh, card in front of the Boogeyman versus Booker T and oh, Charmel. Yeah, well, that was terrible. There's that. No wonder I blocked that out of my mind. that? Mickey James versus Trish for the women's championship. Well, there's a spot that isn't there anymore. Uh, that, was a, that, that was a fun feud. It was. It, it was. was really well done. Really well done. Undertaker versus Mark Henry in a casket match. Mm. That's when, well, 2006 was the year Mark Henry finally got it. And they were in the process of making him the, the Hall of Pain. Like by know. 08 is when yeah. he just yeah. had locked in. And so it's not as bad as you would think, but it's not great either. But casket matches are yeah. usually just terrible. Yeah. Uh, Sean versus Vince McMahon in a no-holds-bar. One of my favorite bullshit garbage <laughs> matches dude. in Mania history. McMahon can take a fucking ass whooping, yeah. dude. Holy shit. I love when he's posing next to the magazine thing, yeah. and then Sean busts it over his fucking head, <laughs> yeah. and he's like just hanging in it. Yeah, I love. Okay, before Triple H does it in the main event, Sean climbs to the top of the ladder and does. crotch chops, and Chicago loses it. Yep, and that had to be the moment where they're like, "We have to do DX." That now. match is so fun. It is Vince oh, flipping the crowd off. Vince talking to the baby and the and to Stephanie's baby in the in the locker room before the match. Dude, it's so good. It oh, my God. So great. Uh, then after that, it would be Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton versus Kurt Angle for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. To me, this is one of the greatest lost opportunities in WrestleMania history because so many matches, Sean and Vince, yep. went over. This got cut down to like nine minutes. Nine yep. minutes and 19 seconds. Yep. These three could have tore it up. Uh, Randy Orton was at the height of his I'm a dick, young fucking legend killer thing. Yep. Ray was on fire. And Kurt Angle, this was the last great Kurt Angle uh, in moment in WWE. Yeah. Um, they didn't get time. And it By the end of the year, he was in TNA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they got robbed. And then the main event is John Cena versus Triple H. Maybe at the time the most surreal main event I'd ever seen at WrestleMania. That crowd hated Cena and cheered Triple H no matter what he did. He did his damnedest to be the heel. They fucking cheered him even louder. He tried. I mean, CM Punk was there. Yeah, CM Punk was part of the gimmicks. This is the first WrestleMania where they had gimmick entrances for the main event. And Cena usually delivered on him, and this was a cool entrance. Yeah, the whole, like, shitty Chicago, the, the, the gangster shit. Yeah. That was cool. 
uh, the you know Conan the Barbarian, like King of Kings shit from Triple H. Yep. Um, that's a, it's a sneaky good mania. I have not watched that mania in a long time. It's a really good mania. You take out that pointless uh, Playboy and shit, Playboy and the Boogeyman. Match, yeah. That's a strong card. And like, if, if you like to give it all, you need that weird shit just to kind of give people a break. If a you cleanser. took, yeah. if you took out the Playboy Pillow match and the Boogeyman match, that's about seven Who's in minutes. in that Playboy Pillow match? Troy Wilson and Candice Michelle. Yes, I mean, please. that's nothing bad to look at. Yes, yes, please. Never mind. Leave that in there. Okay, you don't put that on again. <laughs> yeah, can we make that an Iron Man match? So that is WrestleMania. Fuck forever. What? 22. Fuck so it's WrestleMania 22 versus WrestleMania, WrestleMania 17. Oh. Be interesting. The bracket will be up. Vote now. Vote now. Uh, one quick thing as I'm scrolling. Two through. quick things. Go okay, go ahead. You go, go oh, first. Oh, no, go first. That's what you said. Oh, okay. Uh, mine's uh, that uh, Becky Lynch won't be at Raw because oh. she has a fractured voice box. Ow. But Nia Puncher? Uh, Bianca at a house show, I guess, hit her something and fractured her voice that box. sounds painful. She posted a photo of her at that with like all the, at the. Like How do you the, fix that? I don't know. Oh shit! It's Kane. My I name, am the man. I am the man. <laughs> yeah, well, she, then, she uh, just posted a photo of. Uh, you her, are not ready her in the for big time backs. Her in the emergency room with like all the things connected to oh, her. Oh, no, that sounds. Well, then silly. two more quick things. Is yeah. how I you're going? Yeah. One. Uh, newest inductee announced for the WWE oh, Hall of it's Fame. It's time. I did not fucking know he wasn't in. So this is gonna be a Haas Hall of Fame, apparently. Jesus. <laughs> who else? Who else? Haas wise, can we? It's, so he's the dead guy. It's Vader. So there time. can't be any dead guys. Yep. So Vader and Taker. Well, it's two dead guys. But who else can go um, in? God damn which, it! By the way, God damn which, by you! The way, I, that was fantastic. <laughs> which, by the way, I was correct on my guess as Vince McMahon would be the one inducting yeah. him. Well, I, I think I was correct, however, when I said that's probably because all old dipshit opened his mouth. Yeah, Kane all of a sudden became a non-factor real quick. Well, so, <laughs> moron. Well, um, I, I didn't know he wasn't in already. No. no. He was trying to get in when he knew he was dying, and they completely ignored him. I there just... Were, he had, they had two years. I, he said, I'm dying. My I, heart's going to give out. It's literally inoperable. I'm, I, and I really want to get in the Hall of Fame. It means something to me. And they ignored him both years. What a mo- and so. then the son yelled at them for like two, and now they're really, yeah, Shout yeah. out to Vader, man. That dude. He deserves it. Is a real one for I, I, real. I, I, Absolutely I, deserves it. I got to make sure I text Stryker, but I got to thank the uh, the Axel man, because he brought his Vader. Uh, that's awesome. That's what it is. That's awesome. And then the other, I don't, we don't want to delve too deep into it, I don't think, but uh, Cain Velasquez had himself an interesting week. He's in jail for the next month. How do I put it? He's uh, he's Could justifiably in jail. Could be a lot longer. It's probably going to wind up being a... Actually, I think it's going to wind up being a plea deal, to be honest. It should be. I'll be honest. I stand with him. Oh, I... Uh, um, the other people with the car are just collateral damage to me. They, Empty uh, a clip, dog. Here's... I. There are like few things in life I have no pity for. If you're... Allegedly. Allegedly. It's allegedly. 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 Yeah. So, we have to say allegedly yeah. a lot. Allegedly. So, so while I do want it to go through the court system, because allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. But if you're a child molester of any kind, I want you dead. So yeah. I am all with him. I, a thousand percent. A hundred percent stay with Cave Lessons at whatever he allegedly did. Hell yeah. I allegedly would do the same thing. If anybody diddled my kids, uh, I would probably so allegedly kill them. Velasquez. Yeah, root for you, buddy. Yeah, but what a no week. sympathy at all. What a week, gentlemen. Yeah, what a week. I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, we hit it all. No, we hit it all, we and then some. 
I'm Remember drained. to buy POW tickets. I'm drained. POW, get your tickets. Yes, POW, get your tickets. Get your pow, tickets. Pow. Live, live why? Because this, this is Blanchard, Blanchard Country. Tr- baby. Piss off.